With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rob and Akiva need a podcast. And they need your help. Can you make it onto the wheel? Rob and Akiva need a podcast. Yeah, they'll buy or sell your ideas. They'll talk about it till you've gotten your fill. Every weekend, better attend. You can guess what will be coming up next. Yes, that is right. Rob and Akiva need a podcast, episode number 120. Back again to talk about Gen Z shows are trash. Maybe, maybe not. We're going to talk about three of them here today. Uh, We're going to talk about a number of different shows with three different guests. Of course, we'll get to our Rob and Akiva need a podcast mailbag. Lots of big stuff coming your way. Let's bring in the man who was not able to throw his team off the track when we invented a brand new game called The Schmuck last week. Here he is, Uncle Kiwi, Akiva Winokur. Yeah, people have really been calling us a-hole in the schmuck all week on on social media. (laughs) Was that catching on? It might be. It might be. I mean, you won a game where the winner basically got nothing other than to be called the title the schmuck. Mm-hmm. In hindsight, maybe I should have thrown it. You should have thrown it. You will never be the schmuck in my book. Oh, that's so nice. Yes. Rob, you yes. know, it's episode 120. 120. And in, in Judaism, they say that's the longest you can live because that's where how long Moses lived. Hmm. So can our podcast live to 121? I mean, it's going to be a terrible week if it doesn't. Yeah. That's true. We have no plans on ending it. I mean, yeah, I can't even imagine the things our first guest would have to say to to get us so canceled. We can't even get the next week. Oh, okay. We'll find out. All right. Uh, So three shows that we're going to talk about. Kiva, do you know the names of the shows? You mean like, did I know them beforehand? Because I just watched the shows. Well, I'm afraid of uh, that. I know I can nail the names of two out of the three. One of them is a hard name. Yes. Know, should we say them all now or should we go one one at a time? They'll tell people up front. Uh, tell, give them okay. an order and then they can sort of like say, oh, well, okay, I'm going to skip to the mailbag. Should or I say I'll... the guests too? What's that? Should I say the guests also? Like, should I spoil the guests? Yeah. yeah give, this okay, is up fine. front. This is, the, you know. Okay. We're going to be honest with Who's going to be here today? Here's, here's the schedule. First, we're going to watch iCarly with TikTok Nicole. Wow. Then... We're going to watch Ned's Declassified Something or Other with Third Wheel Zach. Okay. Now, we've already watched know the show. show. We've already watched the show. Yeah we, yeah, we have watched the shows. And then we're going to close out with the person who came up with this idea, playing with House Money from his stint as the uh, you know, sole musician on the musical episode of Robin Akiva Need a Musical, Jason Kerr Surveyor. We're going to watch Phineas and Ferb, a cartoon with him. Okay. Three guests, three segments here today, and then the big... Mm-hmm. Robin Akiva, need a podcast, mailbag. How was your week, Akiva? My week was uh, pretty good. Um, I, I heard you on a Jets podcast. That was fun. It was, uh, you, you, yeah. 
I was asked to be on. I listened to a lot of daily. How many? Tell them how many. I I listened to probably (laughs) like uh, five or six different New York Jets podcasts. Uh, One of them happens to be daily. I'm a patron of uh, the same. I think they're sort of like the same the same podcast that uh, only talks about the Jets. I started listening to a daily Mets podcast. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. You listen to a lot of uh, sports podcasts, yeah. There's a lot of sports podcasts. They're mostly short. I mean, you're doing daily Jets That's and more Mets podcasts, podcasts for a week, per week than the team has won over the last two years, I think. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them are very short, like 20, 25 minutes, and I'm listening on mm-hmm. like 1.7 speed. So okay. it's like a good like... Oh, you're um, a 1.7 guy. Yeah, uh, something like that. It's a good like, I'm going to brush my teeth, we'll put a podcast on. I can't be I, alone with my own thoughts. Yeah, no, I agree. I've, I've always said the same thing. I, I've become a full 1.5 guy. That's my speed. I think yeah. I can understand everything. If there's music, I'll slow down. But other than that, I'm fully 1.5 mm-hmm. at this point. Okay. All right. Well, let's bring in our guest before we lose too many listeners mm-hmm. here with our yeah. podcast speed talk. And let's mm-hmm. welcome in a woman who, of course, is a prolific TikToker. A, uh, is she in the Five Timers Club yet? If not, uh, very I soon, so. you would think. Mm-hmm. Also, she is a woman who has become uh, my regular co-host on Robin's podcast, Patron Family Feud. Please wow. welcome the great TikTok Nicole. TikTok Nicole, how are you? Hey guys, feels great to be back. I feel like you couldn't do a Gen Z episode without the self-appointed Gen Z consultant for Robin and Keevan Need a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Gen- Nicole's the youngest person we know who we're not their parent. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. I mean, some people would argue that you guys are my parents at this mm-hmm. point. I mean, I, I'm clipping yeah. up on that five times hat, so. Yeah. Nicole, I feel like that the Robin Akiva audience, I feel like that we have a lot of uh, Gen Z listeners. Is that uh, an overstatement? I think that's a fair assessment. I think you guys have a big millennial contingency, but the Gen Z population is growing. They show out on my TikToks. They mm-hmm. give me some great support. And hey, I feel like if there wasn't so much going on in the news back in November, that we could have really gotten Seeds Baby off the ground with the type of support we had going. <laughs> Bad yeah. timing. That was the issue. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about iCarly, and uh, we will uh, hear about this one episode. What is the episode of iCarly that we'll talk Wait, about? Wait, time out. Yeah. Time out, Rob. Okay, I yes. think we have to start the shot clock. We got to tell everyone about the shot clock. Okay, well, let's just then let Nicole, I'll let Nicole tell us what episode we're going to talk about, just in case anybody wants to pause and, uh, and okay, watch sure. the episode. Mm-hmm. So this is season one, episode eight, I Spy a Mean Teacher. You'll see that all of the episodes of the show through all four series, four seasons, I believe, they all start with that I, kind of an homage to iCarly, iPhone, that kind of mid-2000s tech culture that was starting to rise up in that time. Okay. Uh, Since we are talking to all our Gen Z correspondents about Gen Z shows, Z is the 26th letter of the alphabet. We thought that that would be a uh, good thing to do to be able to spend 26 minutes talking about each of these three shows. I feel like that that's a, like a good amount of time to be talking about each of these sitcoms, giving you a, a little bit of a variety pack here. The fact that Z is 26, that's smart. Y'all are, y'all are clever. I, mm-hmm. I just thought you guys were trying How to How many letters in the alphabet did you think there were? Because I know you knew Z was last. How many do I think there were? If, I feel like, like How I, many would you have guessed before right now? Probably twenty five. I don't know. Okay, okay that's fair. Bad name. Now, that's fair. Over on uh, thirty two fans, uh, Chester mm-hmm. famously had a bomb mm-hmm. go off after thirty two minutes. Yes. But I was wondering, Nicole, is there a certain Gen Z sound effect that we should play 
after 26 minutes. Oh my gosh. Uh, do you guys remember Vine? There was this trend that was going around right towards the, the middle of those areas. We're, already, we're not going to remember it, but I'm excited. <laughs> so <laughs> this guy had a, a water bottle. He was in the school cafeteria. He goes, this bitch empty. Yeet. And that yeet noise has just been following me for years. It lives rent free in my head. So I feel like at the end of the 26 minutes, we should give it up with a little yeet. Here, we're going to yeet you out of here. Let's see if we, if we can do this. Uh, let's, yeah. let's try it. Let's try this. It's a trap door. <laughs> Is that the right one? Of course. The the smile on my face. I'm elated right now. Okay. That takes me back to 2015. Oh, love that. Okay. So (laughs) that was eighth grade. All right. So uh, 26 minutes on the clock to talk about I, Carly, and Nicole. Let me just uh, open up by saying that I, I really enjoyed. Uh, listening to or watching uh, iCarly. I had not ever been exposed to it, and I thought that this was a very fun show. I mean, before there were Robin Keeb, there were Sam and Carly. I mean, mm-hmm. they were the blueprint. I loved the show growing up. It premiered in 2007, so right when I was in my late elementary yeah. school days. And I just thought uh, Miranda Cosgrove, who came from Drake and Josh, uh, I loved her. She was in School of Rock famously. Shout out Mike White. Are you a fan? Um, and they did we love Miranda Cosgrove though. She is great casting. She is the host of a web series with her best friend, Sam Puckett and the neighbor across the hall is their tech producer, Freddie, um, Jerry trainer, who is also, he played crazy Steve in, uh, Drake and Josh. He plays, uh, Miranda Cosgrove, iCarly's older brother, who's also her guardian. Yeah. So no parents okay. here. It's just unsupervised with uh, Jerry Trainer who plays. Uh, yeah, well, I didn't get that, Rob. Did you real like I, I realized in this episode there weren't parents. I didn't know there are no parents yeah, in the show. I, I didn't know that either. But I think that we should just like back up and talk a little bit more uh big picture because uh iCarly premieres in two thousand seven. Uh it is famously a a web show that is produced on iCarly dot com. Some would say it's like a podcast, but it is all uh visual. Now does iCarly, who you know comes to prominence in 2007, this is right around the same time that YouTube uh, really starts to break out. Nicole, over the run of the series, does iCarly shift to being a YouTuber? So this is crazy. In the first episode, the way that iCarly like became a show, Sam and Carly were filming like the high school talent show auditions and they were making funny commentary and they uploaded those videos to a YouTube type site. I don't remember the name, but it probably was something like splash face, something that mm-hmm. sounded very familiar, uh, the non-copyright approved and people love their commentary so much. They begged for more and they created the show. iCarly that premieres on a weekly basis streamed live all over the world. Okay. So iCarly runs for, uh, how many seasons? I believe four. There's a movie in there at some point. They go to Japan. Mm-hmm. Isn't it back also? Yeah. There is a there is a sequel coming. The, uh, Miranda Cosgrove will be there with the brother Spencer, uh, played by Jerry Trainer, and Nathan Cress, who plays Freddie. But yeah. Sam and Gibby will be noticeably, noticeably missing. Gibby isn't in this episode, but he becomes a main character in the second season. Yeah, because my kids are watching a lot of uh, SpongeBob. Shout out to uh, SpongeBob Matt. And we have the uh, Nick app. And I see that iCarly is very prominently featured. And I was wondering, like, are they just reshowing uh, the old episodes? Could you just like access this stream it like The Office? Or are people uh, making new iCarly episodes? 
No, the revival's coming. They announced it back in December, but I can go back and watch these episodes anytime. Like, I feel like they kind of held up pretty well considering um, in 2007, I didn't know how well people were live streaming back then, mm-hmm. but definitely holds up to today considering the media age we live in. Yeah. Akiva, did you enjoy iCarly? Yeah, I, I did. I liked it. I'll say a spoiler right now more than the other two shows. It was my favorite of the three shows. Mm-hmm. It does hold up. Big same. I, like, you see, it is like web 2.0 or whatever they're starting like right before youtube I, i'm curious i have a lot of questions about iCarly and carly yourself like did they ever monetize it I'm, I'm curious about that um you know does she become a celebrity outside the school or is she just like an in-school celebrity oh we can get into it uh spoiler alert Spoil- carly spoilers a- of iCarly series yes mm. Anybody who's binging, you might want to pause until you finish, yeah. Yeah, she gets into a celebrity boxing match at one point. So she does become a major star. Who does she Uh, box? So uh, Victoria Justice, I don't know if she's a big name. She had a show called Victoria's. She played like a fictional celebrity, but it was a crossover because she's like a big Nickelodeon celebrity from the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, Uh, I currently had fame. They had 500,000 viewers on the live stream that was in this episode that we're about to talk about. (laughs) Wow. The Huge. actual ratings of the real television show iCarly, not the not the webcam West webcast show within the show, was like a ludicrous hit. Rob, I'm looking at the ratings; they're like TV network numbers. iCarly was doing; they're doing like six million an episode on Nickelodeon. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That's like you know only Game of Thrones is beating that on cable nowadays. <laughs> yeah, um, I was very surprised uh, to see uh, Miss Briggs appear in iCarly, who. I recognized as uh, uh, Frau Frachesna from the Austin Powers series of films. Akiva, oh, yeah. did you recognize her? I, I knew that she was a that lady, but I didn't pick it up. But now it makes a lot of sense that yes. she's Frau. I never saw her in anything else. I was happy to see that she seemed like she went on to have a TV career on iCarly. Is she, is she the principal of the school? She's a teacher, uh, but she uh, has a close relationship with the principal. This is Miss mm-hmm. Briggs' third appearance in this first season, but this is her last appearance on the show. Oh. I felt like we had to we had to highlight wow. her because I feel like this is this one, was episode one of eight. Yeah. I know I feel <laughs> they wrote her out after from the, from the series. Okay, and she's just so good. Okay, we should also add, Rob. We had the guests, I believe, pick all the shows, so we didn't do right. just like season three, episode seven, or the pilot. We had them pick a show they'd like because we figured if we're watching these shows, it may as well be. A classic okay. or, or at least one that's they're fond of nicole this episode that you asked us to watch why did you have us watch this episode in particular season one episode eight i mean two words randy jackson yes i feel like that scene <laughs> with the randy jackson memorabilia will live rent free in my head that was so funny forever. that was so funny. Was very funny the uh the kids are trying to make a documentary about uh what teachers do in their off time, which I s- felt like that Akiva, uh, kind of similar to the plot of the Boy Meets World episode that we watched, uh, season three, episode seven of uh, Boy oh, Meets World. True. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were filming Miss Briggs at her house. Uh, and then there's a bee. They run into the house to escape the bee and they go and hide in her closet. And lo and behold, Miss Briggs turns out to be the world's biggest Randy Jackson stan. And has a complete Randy Jackson museum in this giant walk-in closet. It was literally a shrine. It was a shrine to a Randy shrine Jackson. To Randy Jackson. It was so we had funny. Randios. Yes, we had the Randy Jackson cologne. It was, it was incredible. Akiva. We didn't get Randy Jackson himself, though. Yeah, I, I want to ask you if you had a shrine in your house. I know oh. both of you can answer this. Who would it be? 
I mean, other than Randy Jackson. Hmm. Who would your shrine be to? Someone like stumbles into your house there. Hey, I wonder if podcasters, you know, have lives outside of podcasting. So I'm going to videotape Rob without his consent. (laughs) I do like that they get off scot-free, like not to really yada yada the episode. (laughs) Yeah. But they're in this teacher's house. They break in. They steal something. They're there Mm -hmm. videotaping her. And there is no punishment other than she has to, she's allowed to play like her bagpipes or whatever on. Well, she's the leveraging show. the situation. I she's know. gonna really, get, they could come back play a month the later and get her on the web show. Yeah. Yeah. She's culturing like, the youth. That's her ultimate goal. See, mm-hmm. and she wins. like, I, I don't know if they could have gotten Randy Jackson, but like, if they could, if they could have like gone one step further of that, the teacher, when she, when she's a bagpipe player, when they she catches the kids that she basically like blackmails them like hey uh you're gonna be in trouble unless you let me play the bagpipes on iCarly which then they let her do if randy jackson turned out to be a viewer of iCarly.com and then spotted her as musical talent i feel like that that would have been the real like uh seinfeld curb your enthusiasm bring the whole story uh, Mm -hmm. full circle was he too big at the yeah, time? Yeah, was he too big at 07? You could get Randy Jackson now, I think. Yes, Randy Jackson, not too big now. How much is he on Cameo, do we think? <laughs> no, well, so Randy Jackson, I don't know if uh, you've heard me talk about this on any of the other podcasts, is with Jane Krakowski, also star of Season 3, Episode 7 of 30 Rock, which we've discussed. Uh, are They are the hosts of Name That Tune, which is on Fox. And I really enjoy that show. Nicole and I, so that's one of our favorites. A $1,000 cameo then. He's getting that bad. Good for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were making so much money. I'm surprised even on cameo. They were making so much money on Idol all those years. Mm-hmm. But that's a great cameo from Randy Jackson. Like, yo, 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 dog. He's got, he's got the whole thing. Like, uh, I, I bet that would be fantastic. Yeah, I would pay pl- plenty of money to have Randy Jackson say that I'm a hot one tonight. I feel like that's like my life's dream. <laughs> No, Akiva. Friends would just be buying cameos left and right. Yeah, would you part with uh, some of your plenty of money for a Randy Jackson cameo? I was, I mean, I was a Simon guy. I think I like Randy more than Paula, but less than Simon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's go back to iCarly. I, I really felt like Nicole. Uh, this, I know it's a show for kids, but I thought that this was uh, very cleverly written. It definitely was. I liked the little bits about the pie. So Freddie goes to the AV department at the high school. He gets a green screen for the show, and he also gets a spy camera, which is in the shape of a comically large pie. And it keeps and a big a pie guy. Lens on the, mm-hmm. Yeah, big lens the on the can. side. Comes with a giant fork. Yeah. And Sam says, iconically, my Aunt Maggie's boobs are realer, and those are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I was like, oh, for the children. Right, I know. This was on Nick. Uh, What's the show rated, time. Nicole? Is it TVPG? I feel like it's that weird TV7. Like they oh, said, TV7? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Is suckish a curse seven. word? I remember hearing that and being shook. I was like, is suckish a bad word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you were watching this as the intended audience, Nicole, when, when this was on. Yeah. You were seven, but you weren't Y7. You were still allowed to watch. Yeah. In the episode, uh, so they have that that giant cherry pie that's a spy uh, cherry pie that has a camera in it and has a giant lens. Now, this has come up on the podcast. I mean, do you think that this is what's going on with this oh, yeah. uh, thing that Shut Up Tim sent me and I just can't find where the lens is? Like, There's for sure a camera in there. You want to hold it? Yeah. Please. Yeah. Then you got to, got to try a little tandem there. I think we could see the camera. It's in his forehead. <laughs> 
I was just about to say, yeah, you don't need to. Was this a spy shark? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I think it's an accident that it plays stuff. You just sent the camera to your house. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Mike Myers was in uh, Austin Powers with uh, Miss Briggs. So it all, all comes right. Full, comes full circle. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Nicole, what was the cultural significance of iCarly? So it comes after, it's one of those Dan Schneider shows that was right at the end of that, the aughts period. Is that what we call it? I guess we can call it the aughts. Uh, we had major celebrities like Miranda Cosgrove that have the name recognition from Drake and Josh. Just culture, uh, that coupled with like the cultural zeitgeist, people were getting online. They thought the show was funny. It had that random humor. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people could see themselves as either a Carly or a Sam, or they could be the Freddie that's like in love with the girl that'll never, never love them back. But I just thought it was so fun. And it brings me back to a great place that I love that random humor. Like it isn't random in like the statistical sense, but they'll just be saying things and they'll pull them out of thin air. And it's funny just to be funny. Like going back to when they have the green screen pulled down and mm-hmm. they have a guy eating corn. Like Atlantis. that's not fundamentally <laughs> funny, but as a seven-year-old, I was crying my eyes out laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of clever lines also uh, where you know, they're talking about, uh, you know, the, the Randy Yo's uh, was the cereal. I thought that that was uh, very, very funny uh, when they're talking about uh, it's uh, Agent Nick Muffin calling up from the uh, <laughs> the the what was it? The FBM uh, calling about the counterfeit milk. Uh, I just thought that that was all like a very like well-written dialogue. Yeah, when uh, Freddy steps on the the blowpipe and damages like the, the something else, like I don't know, it was just funny and quick. I don't it, it, good good memories. Yes, yes. Uh, she said that uh, you've broken my uh, blow stick and squeeze bag, Akiva. Yeah, I, one of the things I like about these shows is that the adults are always so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like the kids are, you know, like super smart and like, you know, precocious and the adults are all like completely irredeemable, but also very dumb. Like they could be tripped by, tricked by, you know, the Federal Bureau of Dairy calling up <laughs> and, you know, asking to see your milk. Yeah. Just don't say what shelf it's on. What do we, what is the story behind her parents? Like, are they dead? Like how do, do we oh. get into that ever? So I shouldn't bring Carly, it up, Rob. It's too sad. No. It's too sad. So Carly's dad is in the military, so that's how they can afford like that gorgeous two-story apartment. Sure, with everyone the in the military is freaking yeah. loaded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like some sort of like special agent. That's why they end up going to Japan, because that's why he's stationed there. But Carly's mom famously never mentioned. Hmm. There's one episode oh. where um, Carly's uncle is very concerned because Spencer is like not on the right track he's an artist and that's he's not going to make a good future of himself he's a law school dropout turned artist but i was always curious growing up like how like he makes sculptures for a living like i don't know like he never really Mm -hmm. goes anywhere with the art talent but it's always just something that's thrown in there that that's what he does are there no parents because the other two sort of kids that are leads we didn't see their parents in this episode do they exist so Freddie lives across the hall. His mom is like a single parent. And we never mm-hmm. hear about Sam's parents. She's kind of like assumed, wait, J- uh, Sam's mom comes in a special episode and she's played by Jane Lynch. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Very full circle moment there. And she's like kind of the bad kid. She'll intimidate kids. Why is she it full circle? Because she's, she's here right, right now. Jane Lynch, welcome to the podcast. No, we have that. <laughs> well, I was thinking of Jane Krakowski. Oh, okay. oh okay. we've gone. Yeah, another <laughs> Jane. Yeah. Really yeah. Why is that? Is Jane Lynch your shrine person, yes. Nicole? Is that why it's full circle? 
Sue Sylvester is my shrine person. She told okay. him like it is. No offense to the pe- the lovely people that talk about Glee, do a podcast about Glee, but the I choir. feel like yeah, Sue Sylvester was misunderstood. Like if my kids were running around the school trying to steal my funding, not winning any competitions, I'd be rightfully mad as well. Mm-hmm. That was my tangent, my Glee tangent. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I will never get invited to the choir room. I'm so sorry, I'm on in that. <laughs> so, uh, how did they wrap up, iCarly? So no I spoilers. Yeah, I remember hysterically crying when this aired. It was in 2012. Uh, Carly goes to Japan to live with her family, uh, goes to Japan to live with her dad and the show just ends. I don't know. It was really sad. It felt like kind of a sudden ending. She doesn't get like a TV deal or anything like that. No, no, I really can't remember the specifics. I just remember being so devastated that the show was over. Mm-hmm. Does she get like a big break really out of like, uh, putting on all these web shows? No, you think she would get like some sort of Dunkin' Donuts drink like our girl mm-hmm. Charlie D'Amelio did. But no, Carly gets paid kind of dust. She just goes and continues her yeah. studies. You know, she starts the show in 2007. It goes through 2012. I, I just am like wondering, did the show keep up with the times where I kind of feel like that's sort of like the early mid 2000s is when there were things like Rocket Boom. And I don't know if uh, you've ever heard of that, but that was like, a, like, oh, it's a live daily web broadcast. And then that even like predates YouTube. But I just wonder if like the idea of the streaming web show kept up with the times all the way through 2012 or if that idea was sort of archaic by the time the show wrapped up i feel like it was pretty representative of what was going on like iCarly didn't really evolve but it started out from the jump as freddie being a 13 year old tech whiz who can like do special effects and can live stream on a giant like camcorder it's Mm -hmm. very impressive from the jump but i feel like iCarly as a program doesn't evolve like the show itself kind of stays the same where they do their designated segments. Sometimes they'll do random dancing. They have a bra that tells ghost stories. Like they'll do these segments, but they kind of stay the same. Is it a bra that tells ghost stories? No, yeah. very spooky. By the way, uh, if Brian Cohen is listening, could you please tweet us with how much uh, the bra that tells ghost stories would cost? They're kind of cheap. Very, um, very Victoria's Secret vibes. Mm. That bra. Nicole, so Freddie is very into uh, Carly, right? He even says during this episode that he's going to be her second husband, but don't ask what happened to the first one. Does he ever land Carly or no? This is the plot twist of the century. He doesn't end up with Carly. He ends up with Sam. Hmm. Oh, my God. Mine's Consolation blown. prize. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, but she can protect him with that butter sock. You know what we're talking about. No, I do not. <laughs> oh, I didn't mention sock. the butter sock. No, what's the butter yeah. sock? To intimidate her classmates at school, she walks around with like hardened butter in a sock, and she wields it around and spins it. That's kind of That's like I'm every like episode. That. Yeah, uh, like a homie the clown. Yeah, and I always wondered how the butter didn't melt, but no, the butter sock becomes like Maybe a, she keeps a it in the freezer. Hey, hey, that's kind of that's high maintenance. It's a high freezer bill if you're walking around with a. <laughs> portable freezer at all time to keep your butter well i think maybe if you had a stick of butter and you kept it in the freezer overnight and then took it to school like i think that that would stay reasonably hard i mean it's a different story if you get whacked with it at 8 a.m versus 3 p.m yeah i'd hope it would be at 3 p.m but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely a creative choice of weapon i wouldn't (laughs) want to mess with somebody with a butter sock no probably not okay does iCarly ever have a love interest 
iCarly dates a couple of men throughout the years. I think there's like one episode where she kisses Freddie and then she gets hit by a bus and forgets all about it. So that kind of goes, that's Freddie's shot with mm. uh, Carly out the window. She has a couple of guys here and there, but they seem kind of clout chasey, which is unfortunate. Considering mm. Carly doesn't have a crazy amount of clout yeah. to be stolen, the one episode where she has a love interest, I believe the guy in question, he slept with stuffed animals and she was getting bad vibes from him. Yeah. Nicole, if we were going to reboot iCarly, what's the format? Is, is iCarly a TikToker? So iCarly starts out on TikTok. She gets big. She kind of gets the audience the on the platform. Yeah. In the reboot, iCarly is just doing a little TikTok dance and she just blows up. Somebody finds her TikTok and then over time, she probably has a YouTube show. I feel like that's more... Maybe she streams on Twitch. Is that the, the mm-hmm. 2020, 2021 thing that the kids are doing these days? Hmm. Yeah. I feel like I should know. Yeah. So really, iCarly would not probably need the technical support staff that she has. Like, really, there'd be little use for Freddie. Yeah, I feel like in 2020, like, I can do a green screen on TikTok. Like, half the time, like, I'm editing videos with such finesse on an app where I feel like Freddie is using, like, a computer on a giant setup. And he has, like, a giant, like, old school 80s camcorder on his shoulder, like... Mm-hmm. I feel like Freddie is probably not getting paid enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt like that while the the show didn't seem dated, I, I will say a lot of the transitions and effects on the show uh, did feel like uh, this was, uh, uh, you know, from 40 years ago. Uh, that's a fair assessment. I feel like it's a little corny with like the shot of them, like zooming into the location we're going to. It felt mm-hmm. kind of like, saved by the bell. Yeah. What'd you think of that, Akiva? Uh, uh, what of the of the green screen? No, not the green screen, but just like a lot of like the like on camera like uh, like effects and like the like the the next scene is loading. Yeah, I, I, I think keeping with the tech theme of the show, I do like that. It's just a lot of stuff on the screen to keep the younger viewers interested. I, I like it. You know, makes the show a little bit unique. I wanted to ask Nicole. Um, I, I guess really for for both of us, like. In, so in the episode, the the principal, or I guess the the the, the teacher with a lot of power, in, you know, gets herself onto iCarly as a pun, you know, as sort of uh, like payment for them breaking into her house so she doesn't get them in trouble. By the way, it must be nice. Like the show is sort of saying, break in your teacher's house, there'll be no consequences. Meanwhile, like the next weekend, fifty kids were in jail. Um, you think that that but, was a lot of copycat <laughs> crimes after I think this? It was. It was like it was like when we were kids. There was always like. Every week there would be like a WWE story, like these kids did this move mm-hmm. and now their little brother's dead or something. I think there was probably a lot of copycats. But jeez, oh, <laughs> it's before your time. But um, what would our what would sort of the Robin Akiva equivalent of like needing to give somebody airtime because we did something wrong hmm. that nobody wants to hear? <laughs> Let's see. I'm sure there's. It's not that like we've broken into anybody's house, mm-hmm. but maybe like we were overly critical of somebody, and then uh, mm-hmm. to give them a mailbag to sort of make up for it. Okay. Oh, like of a podcast or a listener? Uh maybe like a listener or somebody that was appeared on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like as penance. All right, you can have the mailbag. We won't. <laughs> yeah. we won't be there. You There'll get be a, a thing on the wheel or something like that. Yeah. I feel like it's okay. happened before. Yeah, probably we have done that. That might be this episode. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, we shut up Tim's spy cam in that Shrek machine. Maybe it's happening right now, and he'll be on the mailbag next week. He gets incriminating evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Let me see. What else? We only have a couple of minutes left on iCarly. Um, did uh, Nickelodeon or iCarly, the production, ever have any issues? Uh, was Apple litigious about uh, the iCarly branding? So they really leaned into this. So when they would have uh, computers, instead of them being like iMacs, they would be like an iPair or a pair pod. Like, so instead of an Apple, everything was pear shaped. Like they'd have iPods that, or iPads that were pear shaped uh. and they kind of used that branding. And I feel like that's the, the, you know, the non-brand way to bring it up to kind of keep everything consistent. Mm-hmm. We do like a, where are they now? I'm curious because I've heard of Miranda Co- Cosgrove, the star of iCarly. And I've heard of, What's her name? Jeanette McCurdy, the yeah. Sam, the second yeah. lead. What are they up to now, Nicole? Yeah, I feel like she didn't have a big career, Miranda Cosgrove. I feel like Miranda Cosgrove did her like post Nick indie film kind of stint, similar to like what Josh uh, Josh Peck and Drake Bell did. I mean, she's coming back for the sequel. I feel like they're going to be paying her big bucks for that. Um, Jeanette McCurdy, I know, had a music career. Nathan is married some but where and Jerry Trainer is making TikToks. Yeah. Nicole, if I wanted my kids to watch iCarly, should I have them watch the original series or should we wait it out for the revival? I feel like season one, you have so many good episodes across the board. This is a fun one. I don't know if your kids are that familiar with the iconic three American Idol judges and we'll find the Randy Jackson stuff particularly Mm -hmm. entertaining. But I think there are a couple of gems and they can slide into my DMs if they want the scoop. Yeah, I think I'd have to sell it as like, hey, this girl is a YouTuber. You, You guys like YouTube, right? I mean, that's essentially what she is. She has. I feel bad for Sam, though. Sam, it's iCarly. What about Sam? Like, she needs to go. Well, the friend negotiate. never gets the the billing. Damn, I'd be I'd be a little little peeved if that was the case. You guys are robbing. Yeah. Need a podcast? Is she this a full fledged co host, Sam? Yeah, she's there for every episode. That's the most insane part. Like, where is her billing? Oh, so in an average episode of iCarly, not the TV show, but the actual uh, web show. Does iCarly come out and do like a monologue like Fallon and then goes and sits down at the desk and then talks to Sam or do they come she out Andy together? Richter, Nicole, yeah. or is she like, uh, is she like the co-lead? No, when they, uh, so Freddie counts down from five and when they get to one, that's when they start streaming and they always start with, I'm Carly, I'm Sam. So Sam is hmm. always there. Yeah. Justice for Sam. Yeah. Seems like a raw deal. Yeah, that that is rough, and and I think she also sort of left Hollywood, right? Jeanette McCurdy, who played Sam. Yeah, she did a couple of music gigs. She's on TikTok as well. I'll see you on her for you page. Give it a like for nostalgic purposes, and move on with my day. Yeah, Miranda um, Cosgrove, Rob, Twitter followers. You want to guess the number? Uh, I think it's probably pretty huge. I, I would guess she doesn't like, tweet. I'll say that. Uh, okay, but I, I think even still, anyway. I'll say four hundred thousand. Seven million. I Carly was apparently very popular. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's something stupid. I think like Instagram is the same way. I was looking at Miranda the other day and I was like, damn, like five million people really want to know what she's still up to. But hey. Yeah. Nicole, I think you said this right before we came on about how uh, that how integral was iCarly in sort of the influencer generation. Yeah, like if iCarly was still around today, Carly would have a Fashion Nova deal. You know, Sam would be uh, selling Bang Energy drinks. Like they were the proto influencers. Like they didn't really show a lot of them monetizing the show, kind of taking advantage of the fact that they have what they the hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people watching them every week. Like they don't really monetize it, but they they kind of set the groundwork. And then you see Charlie D'Amelio's of today thriving because of what Carly did in two thousand seven. <laughs> okay all right here we go nicole any anything else that uh that's that's our time for iCarly 
I, see, I think they should be gone after that. I think I think That's if you, you know, there's no plugs after the eat. No, yeah. Okay, we're done. Okay, we're done. We're we're done with the uh, iCarly. Yeah, Keith, did you have a question though? I I did, but now I can't ask till the sequel. It's okay. over. Okay, you I can't think talk you can ask. Is it a good question? Or was it a, a filibuster? Oh, that's a controversial topic this weekend. Um, I don't know. No, I, I'm good. I'm good on iCarly. I could okay. always ask our next guest iCarly questions yeah. if I have. And more. you got to let Nicole have in uh, her plugs. She's part of the influencer generation. She's out there promoting Robin and Keeping Need a podcast on TikTok. We're only cutting off our nose despite our face if you don't give Nicole any plugs. That's true. She she literally promotes us. Also, Nicole, how's the foot doing? It's good. I don't know if the viewers of Renapa know. I fell down the stairs mm-hmm. in December. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. I was not drunk in this situation. Completely sober fall down the stairs. And, and you I broke it? Uh, tore my ACL, but Oof. like I told Rob, before we know it, I'll be up and walking again. And hey, in the meantime, I'll have plenty of time to binge iCarly before the revival. Okay. But there's, so you're not doing any TikTok dances right now? No dances, but definitely if you hop on TikTok, you'll see me making some goops and some gabs at both of your expense. Okay. <laughs> What's goops the difference between a goop Rob? and a gab? Oh, goofs and gabs. Oh, goofs and gabs. Goofs and gabs? I don't you said know. goops like, uh, yeah. like Gwen Paltrow. And I goop. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, what is there a difference between a goof and a gab? Uh, not particularly. They're just both jokes. Okay. All right. And, Nicole, this is not the male band, on gab. But, oh, no. There's a different platform. Different platform. Okay. Um, Nicole, this isn't the male band, but do you, uh, did you hear last week we had a pitch that involved you, perhaps? Uh, of us learning about all the housewives, real or fake housewives. You're the housewives expert. I love that I am known as the housewives expert as well. I would mm-hmm. be very interested in doing this. I'll have to see if maybe Sabine would be interested mm-hmm. in helping me crack some of those questions. Yes. But and maybe Brian Cohen's who, mom. Yeah, we got to explain to you soon. Yeah. Do you watch every? Do you watch every um, every Real Housewives franchise, or just just the local ones, or what? No, I watch all the franchises. Just the local ones. Well, she's from New York. She's from New Jersey. <laughs> is there anybody know. that does that? Well, well I'll watch this I season. Is there, sure, if I was from like Norfolk, where's the one in Virginia? I'd probably just watch that one. I, I would don't follow know. the local <laughs> housewives teams. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, not, a, a I'm not a national housewives, housewives person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no, a lot of baseball lot. fans like that, Rob. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm not watching a Kansas City Royals game. Yeah. The Real Housewives of New York are only on SNY. The regional sports network. Ron, yes. Gary, Keith, and Ron, baby. <laughs> By the way, they should the the Real Housewives of New York. How many of them have uh, have have been with Keith Hernandez? Probably all of them, without knowing anything about. Yeah, them. probably forty percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is Keith Hernandez. Yeah. Is she a housewife? I guess you guys are going to have to find out. We'll find out. Okay. All right. Nicole is at Behind the Secret on all major social media platforms. Uh, Nicole, anything else? No, just check me out on TikTok. I'll be there probably for the rest of my life. So you'll have plenty of time to tune in. Nicole, what if uh, they would have let people have email addresses at iCarly.com? What do you mean? Like if I could be behind the secret at iCarly.com? Would you have rather that than Gmail? I'll stick with Gmail. I don't know why I got to be paying royalties to Carly like that. I'm just trying to like return my clothes to the store. Like I don't need any Carly affiliation. What do you mean you're just trying to return your clothes to the store? That's the only reason you have an email address? Yeah. Is your main use of email returning clothes to the store? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, hey, what what do you think I do all day? Yeah. Let's ask all of our Gen Z correspondents. What's your number one use for email? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Returning okay. clothes to the store. All right. You receipt. I'm saving the environment. All right. Okay. Nicole, you can walk there. Right yeah. Now. Thank you so much. Okay. Of course. Anytime. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. One segment down. And Akiva, it is time to talk about Ned's Declassified. School survival guide. And here's off the tongue. <laughs> here to talk about that with us, <laughs> our great friend and co-host of Ang in There over on Post Show Recaps, uh, Zach Muhammad is here. Zach, how are you? I'm I'm great. I'll be honest. Ned's one of my favorite shows as a kid, and I was kind of scared for the podcast. Yes, I'm talking to J- JCR is the mastermind behind this behind this podcast. He's a professional. There was a lot of stuff I had to go through first. CBS All Access, horrible app. It's oh, bad because, for, because shots for fired. Can, I, soon I, to be Paramount know, Plus. No, yeah, soon to be Paramount Plus. Because for Canadians, I if I was can if I was American, I would have all access to Ned's Declassified. I would pay just mm-hmm. to watch Ned's. That's yeah. how much I love it. Okay. But for years, I could not find a stream to this Gen Z show I loved. So I'm excited right, to so get. We're into gonna it. talk about that uh, when mm-hmm. we get into mm-hmm. it. Zach, you will have 26 minutes. Uh, Z is the 26th letter. Uh, or Zed, Perfect. as you would call it. Uh, September 26th, yes. me and Akiva and Jenny that's on right. his birthday. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, Jenny, yes. Jenny Autumn and Phil, that's my favorite podcast 2020 or 2021, whatever year it is. Oh, wow. So far. Like on the Rob has a podcast. I listen. I'm, I'm a lurker, but I'm a Rob has a podcast super fan. I'm a Renap. I, I listen right away. Mm-hmm. But for like Zach, podcast- Zach shot out of a cannon today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm hot. I'm hot. You he's coming in hot off a of net. He yeah. came in before the show. Yes. We couldn't. Even, yeah, yeah, he's yes. he's excited. I mean, yeah, uh, I, mean I, don't, I don't. You put you put a time yeah. cap on. Jacob didn't Jacob crack all your knuckles hours. before you came on, did he? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's also with like I'll give Jacob more credit. He's more of an Avatar fan than me. So if I Jacob's a big, I mean, the thing with Jacob, he's the one. He's the Mike Bloom. He's the guy with the energy. I'm like low energy. I'll come in with a quip here or there. But Jacob, like. He, um, Jacob's the Kobe Bryant on the average podcast. 81 mm. points. He gets 79. I'm Smush Parker. I get two. I'm having to be along for a ride. Jalen Rose in this scenario? Mm-hmm. Jalen Rose? Nobody. Nobody. Okay. We're all the post-show recaps is the, the haters. The haters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Josh, okay. Wigg, Josh Wiggler's uh, Phil Jackson. There we go. <laughs> yes. The Zen guru. Okay. Thanks. Perfect. There you go. All right. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get into uh, all that. Everything going good, Zach? Everything's going great. I want three minutes off the top with Ned's. This well, is we'll, a, yeah, this is not, yeah, we'll tell you, you when, you know, you're, when your time is on the clock. You want me to start? We're, the, we're the, not on the clock yet. Yeah, I'm just, we're just warm. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to warm up the guy. No, He's no, coming no, in red no, hot, Akiva. No, no I, I like that from Rob. I want that. So that's 26 that. more minutes on Ned's? I got two minutes on Ned's. I know. And I know Akiva might be down on Ned's, but what did I want to mention to Akiva right now? This is before the time clock. I want to say this If you did not like this episode on Ned's, then mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say you're not cool because you're a mm-hmm. cool guy. I like your sport. Your Olympic Ned Spin article, that's cool to me. I fucks with it, <laughs> part of my language, but I, I messed with it. Mute but, it, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my 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 point is it's like 
everybody who I know that watched Neds, especially the people my age, loved it. I, I personally, mm-hmm. I never met a single person who didn't like Neds. I've been watching it with my roommates. We bicker about every show. Finding okay. a, mm-hmm. Watching a movie right. in this house sucks. Zach, just for anybody who is going to uh, wants to watch this episode, uh, we'll get, get yes. have it all in the show notes. Uh, what, what is yes, the episode? Yes, what is the episode uh, that people are we're going to talk about? You have the name handy. It's season two, episode four, Notebooks and Math. Is that the name okay. of the episode? Yes. S2, E4. All right. So, all right. Uh, Zach, we're going to load up your 26 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. when, when you hear this sound... <laughs> Okay, uh, that's when you know their 26 minutes have expired. Okay. And, and well, I want one more warning even before my perfect. I got the sound. We still haven't warning. started yet? No. I know, okay. I know. One more warning. Yeah. With You guys probably have a lot of questions about Neds. Neds is a mm-hmm. wild show. I mean, you watch the episode. If this, this is about Neds, I think the clock has okay, to start. All right, around. sorry. 26 okay, minutes start, is start, on the start, clock. Start. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, perfect, take it away, perfect, Zach. Start. Okay, okay. We're on the clock about Ned's facts. So mm-hmm. one thing I want to say about Ned's, there's a character in this episode. His name is Albert. I forgot about Albert, to be honest. I, I remembered a lot of stuff, but Albert was one character I forgot about. Albert, he uh, talks to the voice in his head. And that was the one I just binged all of Ned's. I found a link for it um, through very legal means. I found a link on Monday mm-hmm. on short notice. But anyways... So I did that and I binged in. Albert was a character that was off. I remembered almost all of it for even from watching it on basic Canadian cable 15 years ago. One thing I forgot was Albert. And the thing with him is like he talks to a voice and it has nobody accepts. But the good thing about Albert is like everybody accepts him. And the reason I wanted to highlight him is that while this is a storyline that may not have aged well, just this one episode storyline about Albert. Why I wanted to talk about this is the cool thing about Ned's Declassified is weird is normal. That's like the if you're going to get anything from the show, it's just a show where it's like everything is normal. Like Cookie is like Urkel on steroids, and he may not be the weirdest character on the yeah. show. Like, exactly. <laughs> if I if I may just interject, I know this is, oh, a, this in, is, your, this is your time. That I, I do I do think that you should try to frame this as that most of the audience that uh, is um, maybe not does not even understand what the show is. So maybe if you yeah. could just like add in oh, a little bit oh, like oh, sort of like. Big picture context right now. to somebody who might be very confused of what this show is. So if you're con- you know, if you if what is Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide? Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide is a show about a kid named Ned who has these tips to survive for school. That's mm-hmm. the basic gist of the show. He's got two friends, Cookie and Moe's. Cookie, super computer nerd, Urkel on steroids, perfect description. Moe's is a tomboy, but everybody loves Moe's. It's like a recurring thing of the show, even in this episode. I mean, Moe's dates the most popular guys. She'll end up with Ned by the end of the series, but that's mm. like something you can kind of figure out from season one, episode one. But Moe's is like, everybody likes Moe's. Cookie and Ned, they like mess with everybody in the show, but they'll ride or die for Moe's. That's what these guys are like. So I shout out Moe's. She's a great character. And I think why the show is so good is because the writing aside, it's just the humor for me. I have a roommate. He's very critical of writing and stuff for me. I just want to watch slapstick loomer. I mean, those three characters are all amazing actors in real life and stuff. But when I watch Nezzy Classified, I just love the slapstick comedy. I love the bully banging a walnut on his head. I love the Russian woman in the projector because Nezzy Classified is like a satirized version of school growing up. So I feel like if you had a fun time in grade seven and nine, Middle school, you'll have a fun time watching Ned's. But because Ned's is so wild, it's a tough show to just jump into. 
It's like, this is the, is this the best episode to show you guys? No, the best episode will probably be season well, one. Why did you pick it? <laughs> no, I, I picked it for a reason, but it's tough okay. to yell for me on 26 minute cap, my friend. I got a lot to say. I could talk about Nets for four hours. Okay. My brain is 80% basketball, 20% uh-huh. Avatar, 10% Nets. Yeah. That math mm-hmm. didn't I mean, even make sense. This is Zach's, brain. what, eighth appearance on the podcast? I've never heard him like this mm-hmm. before, Akiva. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And, and I mean, I'm a like shot out of the cannon. <laughs> and I, I wanted to get this out of the way because I'm, I'm all over the place. I, I'm so passionate about Nets. I have I had 10 pages of notes. And after a certain mm-hmm. point, I was like in 26 minutes. I'm, I'm guessing gonna... you ripped them Hulk style like a few yes, months ago. Pr- pretty much. Pretty <laughs> much. I had a lot of notes, but I wanted to drop on the Albert bomb because he's not that big a part of the episode. But okay. I myself suffer through mental health disorder. I have bipolar disorder. It's something I struggle with. It's not fun. But God bless this podcast because y'all are the nicest community. I wish I could just like block everybody on Twitter and just see tweets from like Chappelle and like Karen from Canada. If I, like the Rob has a podcast community. Some people say that Twitter actually does actually block out everybody else's tweets if you just follow Chappelle. No, yeah. no, if you does. just follow Chappelle, it's mostly that anyway. It's like an and eclipse of all the other tweets. Yeah. The reason I bring up those two particulars is because I saw Karen tweet. She was like, I want more people like Chappelle on my feed. And I saw that and I was like, same. I just mm-hmm. I wish I could follow like a million. Get carpal tunnels if there was two more. <laughs> true, true, true. You like too many. No, I know. See, I feel like Kirsten McKinnis is a number one Chappelle fan. Akeem is number two. I'm like number three, four. Maybe AJ is number three. That's neither here nor there. Everybody loves Chappelle. This is a Ned's podcast, not a Chappelle <laughs> podcast. Love you, man. I mean, you sure but- you don't want to rank the Chappelle fans? Yeah, let's uh, not now. Not a Chappelle show. Season three, episode seven. Y'all can do that. Keep mm-hmm. like that show. But basically, I know you'll have I a got lot bad of- news for you if you want to watch season three, episode seven of Chappelle show. Zach. Why it didn't go past season three? Oh, the Chappelle. These Chappelle only six episodes. Yeah. Oh, two. Oh, oh, all right, all right. We're on the clock for Ned. Okay, okay, no, so, it's fine. I'd rather talk about. <laughs> no, exactly. No, that's fine. So with Ned, there's going to be so many questions because it's not a show. You can just mm-hmm. jump into one episode. Mm-hmm. So see me. Yeah. I'm not competing okay. with TikTok Nicole or JCR. Any questions, Rob? Run through the plot in 20 minutes. You could do that. You're a good improviser. Oh, well, the well here's the here's the thing that that Zach that to speak to your point. I was so confused and so yes, lost uh, that yes, we, we came into this and I, I don't know yes. who Ned is, <laughs> what's going on. That yeah. From my we, perspective, what's classified? Ned, why did they name it this? Yeah. Where did the show air? Ned, yeah. Ned is a student. We never in this episode follow Ned outside of school. You have no idea what his home life is like. He doesn't have one. He that, that, that that's the appeal to Ned's and why I was like, eh, F it. I like this episode. It's like a good because the thing with Albert, I liked it because they all accept him. Whereas in Degrassi, let's say, I hate Degrassi because like every mentally ill kid is just like kicked on. Like growing up, it didn't feel when I grew mm-hmm. up, like mentally health kids with mental health issues, we kind of embraced them. We thought they were lovable, weird. So I don't mm-hmm. know. That's why if I'm comparing, I watch both those kids as a young person, but to me, Ned's yeah. classified. And Drake from State Farm. He was in Degrassi, right? Oh, I hated that commercial. I'm not even going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. But F the Super Bowl commercials. But that's Akiva, not what do you think? I, I thought Progressive needs to respond with Flo Rida from Progressive. Oh, that's good. That's good. Flo Rida from Progressive. Yeah, I actually missed that commercial. Basically, I understand your guys' point. It's a very confusing show. For me, I don't look at Ned's. I don't analyze the writing. There's no home life. Cookie's mom throughout the show is on his phone, and the only thing you hear from her is like the Charlie Brown music. There's no parent as a character. The only mm-hmm. adults in the show are teachers. Which yeah, I are, read on the Wikipedia 
uh, Zach, that that until later, much later in the series, you, you there's never a scene, even in like the schoolyard, like it's well, only well, indoors well, in the school. Well, that's that's what I mean because like I don't want to frame this as a uh, like me versus Nicole mm-hmm. versus JCR thing. Let me know what you liked and disliked. That's what about it is. Yeah. We are deciding which. No, 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 no. We're hearing about three different shows. We're not saying which was the best Gen Z show. If you want to do that and you think Ned's is the worst, I don't care. I love you guys regardless of what you think. You're gonna get. I tweeted a gif of coconut head. I got seven. No, here's what <laughs> Zach. Here's what your challenge is. <laughs> you get the Nicole for tweeting freaking. No, probably, no, probably yeah. more. But my okay. point is, like somebody like Mike Bloom, I respect Mike Bloom's opinion on TV. Mm-hmm. Mike Bloom's tweeted. I mean, it's cool being on the Rehab Network. I've been following Mike Bloom for years. He doesn't usually reply to me, but he's like, "Oh, I love Neds," and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Okay. Mike Bloom loves Neds. And stuff. So, so okay. I mean, Zach, here's what the challenge is. Can you mm-hmm. help us mm-hmm. understand? Like, I, we mm-hmm. we understand you? what what you, you? like I, what you like about yeah, it. Can yeah, you can you tell us for people who are not going to binge watch all of ned's declassified survival school guide yes. Uh, yes, why, why is this that. an important show for me it was important because it was just a perfect encapsulation of school as a whole there was no other school because i i'm canadian we don't have middle school in canada but i could still relate to so many of the themes if you're just what do you watching- have like one to eight yeah, one to eight, and then yeah, eight to twelve. Okay. Correct, Akiva. Your education. He's a quarter Canadian. No, no, no. I, I know. I know. Akiva's a smart guy. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. I, I ain't hated. But yeah, basically. Um, so, Kata, we didn't have that yet. I could still relate because some of the themes are like omnipresent. Like sometimes there'll be a plot of like, oh, you take your notes. The thing with Ned's and like, it's like, oh, okay, that's like the framing of the episode bet- between with Ned's tips because that's the main yeah. thing. Ned's always breaking the fourth wall, and I feel like the writing has aged well because besides, it's like one mentally ill kid. What I was shocked about is like they make risque jokes. They told the line a lot, but I, I'm very impressed by the writing in my old age because I've been watching it. I binged it, but I'll watch random episodes. With my roommates. Here or there. Yeah. And like I said, we argue about everything. We all love if you know, you know with Nets. If you like okay. it, you like it. If you never watched it, you won't like it. Basically. Rob, yes. I wanted to know actually, because uh, the, the other two shows mm-hmm. we're watching, the first one and the last one, all started in 07. This show actually ended in 07, started in 04. So is this really a Gen Z show or is it like a late millennial show? It's, a, la- it's, it's a late millennial show. And are show? you Gen Z or are you a very young millennial? I'm I'm very glad you asked this, Akiva, because I just want to mm-hmm. touch on this. So this is a good question. For me, this is a late millennial show. Somebody tweeted that at me as well. That's true. This is a late millennial show. But you give me a top opportunity. I'm not going to have a full-length Ned's podcast. Yeah. I'm lucky enough to have an Avatar one. So give me 20 mm-hmm. minutes with Ned. I'll tell you what I like about it. But it is a technically late millennial show. But I was bouncing off Even Stevens was the other one I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But JCR was like, that's too millennial. At least some Jay-Z's, Gen Z's will have seen this. And mm-hmm. that's fair. That's okay, for JCR's part. So we chose Ned's because at least my little brother, he's 18, he's Gen Z, he's seen Ned's. So okay. there we go. Zach, was this presented, it was aired on Nickelodeon like iCarly. Yes. Was this presented yes. to kids as like, hey, Ned is going to teach you how to get through school because that, I, I think the thing that I did like was, yes. I feel like that Ned did have some useful study tips. Yes, the study tips are useful, but to me, it was more so like the study tips are common sense. Like I always felt like, especially watching it on this binge watch, it's like they'll write the episode and they'll just write whatever study tip fits the plot mm-hmm. of the episode. So you're right. That's the appeal to it for like parents. A parent can see that and be like, oh, it's a good, sh- it's a very good show to just sit like a 10 to 15 year old in front of. I feel like the slapstick humor, the mile a minute jokes, because that's the thing with Ned's like in every episode, there's like, I wanted to get into the Russian teacher of it all. That's one of the more fun, fun 
plot lines because she's she's in the introduction, she's in the theme. So yeah, that, that's what I wanted to get into there. Like a lot of stuff, but yeah, there's so many good things with um with Neds. But I can see you guys are a little. It's a lot. Neds is a it lot. Was a, it was a lot. Uh, Akiva, that the, the mm-hmm. uh main female protagonist Mose. I thought mm-hmm. she seemed like she was like ten years older than Ned. Yeah, I, yeah. Do you know? I, do we have a real I was like, age oh, oh is, wait, that? is Ned's mom at the school? <laughs> I don't have a That's real hard. age check. I think they were all close in age, though, because they have scenes where Ned and Mose kiss, so they can't be that far apart, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, that's mm-hmm. a recur because they fall. Spoiler alert: they fall in love at the end of the series. But that's a season one, episode one, like thing they set up. And I didn't know if I wanted to come in here and show you the premiere of Ned's. In hindsight, maybe I should have done that. But hey, I mean, Ned's one of those shows you kind of have to watch in full because recurring jokes are such a big part of Ned's. Yeah, I think that's a appeal. Everybody who watches it kind of has some joke they love in it so that's yeah. kind of like so just say a little it. quick uh age check uh mose mm-hmm. is born may 10 1989 and uh ned is born uh march 1991 so she's like two years older than him two yeah i kind of okay. i kind of figured ned was just short to be honest now, yeah. if you were like a guy in eighth grade kissing girl two years older that would be crazy right. but uh, no, you know. true 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 but like i have a question for y'all because it's it's tough to jump into nets what did you not like like let me know we got we're on the clock okay. but tell me what you hated so, what you hated about and i'll no, here, here's the something clock. that really confused me okay uh Ned Ned is working to steal a notebook. Uh there's like a mission impossible type heist. Uh there is a grown-up who helps Ned with these uh with with, what with was these... the name of this grown-up is it Sweeney? Is it the teacher? Who is this person? Who is this yes. person who then also like is he trying to invent like rocket jet skis in the second part of this episode? Are you talking about the older gentleman? The yeah, there's like a David Putty esque character. Who uh, Rob? I don't know who David Putty yeah, is. Yeah, that's fine. Sorry, but um, he so, has yeah, an eight jacket. Yeah. What another thing about um, Nezzy classified the teachers have so much personality. Like Cookie is probably the most personality of any character in the show. Like the way that actor can contort, like the muscles in his face. I can't even do any of the stuff physical comedy he does. But with um with these teachers like Mr. Sweeney, Vice Principal Krubs, who I think is featured, this Russian teacher lady, they're all recurring characters, and they're all such a big part of the show. Like it's almost like. Their personality is just the plot of every episode because I feel like one thing Ned's does well defines the personality of every character very early mm-hmm. on. But yeah. I feel like the early episodes are kind of worse. I think season two is higher quality. I think you would okay. be more confused. Yeah, I, I showed think you. Gordy is the person that I'm talking about. Oh, Gordy, Gordy, you're talking about the janitor. Well, the reason I want to talk about Gordy, Gordy is amazing with uh, with the weasel. That's just a funny recurring gag that everybody loves. And I think they do. A Can good you describe Gordy the weasel recurring gag? Yeah, so basically, Gordy's just trying to capture this weasel. That's pretty much it. I feel like Ned's, it's a tough show to podcast about because it's not meant to be overanalyzed. Essentially, what it is, is just slapstick comedy for children. But for me, that's just right up my alley, so I love it. Because I never, if I'm being honest, some of the other shows you do, you guys dig deep into the plots, even of these kids' shows. But Ned's, it's not a show meant to have the plot. Like, you don't sink your teeth into this plot. You sink Mm -hmm. your teeth into the comedy. So did some jokes hit or miss for you? Did they all miss? That's what it seems like from the, from what? the reaction I'm getting. Did every, did you laugh once watching these episodes? If you said no, uh, it's fine, but I'm just kind of curious. Like, I don't remember laughing. At any point? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't like, remember not laughing. Nothing made you crack a smile, not a single time? Because that's what's I've surprising. Got, 
Like, like to be honest, I think that I, we were just more confused than yes, you yes. know. So like rapid fire, it was hard. Yes, to know what uh, yes, happened. and that's that's the thing with Ned's. It's very. I kind of like it because I like Eric Andre. Eric Andre is kind of like a twenty twenty or more. The humor is very absurdist, but it's very quick. I love like the mile a minute humor because Ned's how I always describe it. This is how guy on Twitter. What was his name? Gio, Giovanni. He's a big rap like tweeter. He described Ned's as like a very cartoonish show. That's a very that's a perfect description. Ned's probably is the more most cartoonish live action show i've ever seen because mm-hmm. I, I podcast about avatar avatar is on my mount rushmore kids shows after this rewatch neds has joined that on the mount you rushmore. rewatched the whole series zach yes yes how many ups how many ups zach 60 60 in three days wow. not something i usually do but hey wow. i wanted like i said i uh, I don't know if yeah. this podcast is going great, but I wanted to come in prepared it's going great it's going great you rewatched all series for the podcast <laughs> yes because oh the thing God. is, that's what you're supposed to do. Wait, hold on. Nicole did not. Nicole, get it back on here. You did not watch all of iCarly. Get out of here. You didn't watch the whole iCarly. Disrespect. Listen, I'm not going to crap on Nicole because I kind of yeah. Had please to. don't. Because the recurring jokes are such a big part of Ned's. Mm-hmm. I watched this. I liked this episode when I was a kid, yeah. but I was like, I got to watch the whole series. You did it for it you more than you did it for us. Yes, yes. Well, I exactly. appreciate the work, honestly. I'll say this. JCR's coming on in a few minutes to talk about Phineas and Ferb. If he didn't watch all like 700 episodes, he's out. We're not even doing it. <laughs> Give his time to Zach. Yeah. Shout out, shout out, shout out JCR because I was going to do Even Stevens, but he was the one. Even Stevens, I think, had an episode you would have enjoyed more. Mm. Even Stevens. In my opinion, you guys would have liked even Stevens more. Shia LaBeouf is great, but even Stevens is to me. Yeah. had time to do a Shia yeah. LaBeouf episode, I think. Yeah, well, of course, um, of course. And Ned's is better than Even Stevens, in okay. my opinion. Um, but, the actor who plays uh, Ned. All right, are we mm-hmm. a fan of uh, Devin Werkheiser? He's cool. I mean, he did an AMA. I didn't really get anything great for the podcast from the AMA. He had said he was a virgin throughout filming because that was the most upvoted question. And he said he lost his virginity after the show. That was the only funny Boy. thing from the AMA. Besides that, I mean, the thing with Ned's, Every kid kind of has a good life afterwards. Moe's went on to star some ABC show. Cookie glowed up. He's a model now, apparently. Hey. So. Yeah, look, look him up. Cookies. I mean, he's handsome. He's got the glasses, but I mean, Cookie, even in early season one, his afro was nice. Mm-hmm. I was not as nerdy as Cookie, but as a black kid with glasses growing up, I was jealous of Cookie's afro. That was, <laughs> it's always picked clean. He's got the metal picking shots. Like, I got to give Cookie credit. I'll be honest, growing up, I didn't like getting compared to Cookie. I thought it was like, yeah, it's like you're black and you wear glasses. Ha ha, hilarious. You get it a lot. I, I, was I, the show I got, well known enough that you were compared to him? Yes, because in Canada, I think everyone had Family Channel, mm-hmm. which is Family Channel, basically, LTLDR. It it's, um, it had all the Disney shows, but for some reason, it also had Ned's. That was yeah. the only Nickelodeon show on Family Channel. So a lot of people mm-hmm. in my age group are familiar with Ned's in Canada. So that's the cool, kind of cool part about it. Zach, can you tell us, what is uh, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide best known for? Like, uh, what were its contributions to the popular culture? Was it Coconut Head? Coconut Head is probably the biggest one. He is the most popular recurring character by far. I, he's probably my third favorite character. And he's in the a whole character show. that has a haircut that is like a bowl haircut that looks like a coconut. 
In yes, and in Nezi classified characters are usually defined by just the most basic personality trait, but I think it makes the show better because they do so much with those shows while keeping these characters very simple. There's a recurring kid because the issue with Nezi, I had to watch the whole series because there's no information on it, no YouTube clips, no nothing. It was watch the whole series, and I didn't have CBS All Access or Bust, so I was kind of scrambling. That's why I wanted to do Avatar, not because not because I'm trying to be lazy. I wanted to do the episode we're doing this week tomorrow with Fifth Wheel Navi Ball. I wanted to because. I thought that's a better Avatar episode than the one Jacob wanted to do, and that's on Netflix. Ned's is, I wish Ned's was on Netflix because I would have just watched, you know what I mean? Like, we just binged it there, so. Okay. Is is uh, the the coconut boy, uh, coconut head, um, the gif that you shared, is that the most well-known gif from... No, uh, no, no. I couldn't think of a funny thing to tweet, so I tweeted. I was like, ah, this gives the worst tweet ever. They got 70 likes, so I was kind of just shocked by that. Mm-hmm. People like A lot of people like Neds for a lot of different reasons, and I couldn't find all those reasons before the podcast. I mean, I read all the replies to the tweet and stuff, but at the end of the day, I like it because of the slapstick humor. My roommate, he's more of a like pretentious dork than I am. He kind of liked the writing of it, the adult, the jokes that like, it's one of those shows as a parent you could watch with your kid and be like, oh, I kind of understand that. Whereas a show like SpongeBob, which is a universally beloved show, I don't know if parents necessarily love like SpongeBob, whereas Ned's is a more palatable show for a parent, and both of you guys are parents. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out to us. Uh, <laughs> did you, you know, there's twins in this episode. I'm not sure if they're like recurring yes. characters. No, and, and I wanted, twins. It, it's so tough because there's so much I want to talk about. I like the mm-hmm. twins because they're like Albert's friends. They're always associated with Albert. And that was kind of cool. You have like a mentally ill kid and he's actually got homies in the case of these twins. And every recurring character in the show, they do a plot line. So the twins are a small part of this episode, but they do they do a bigger plot line. With did them. either of you guys have twins in your school? Like, did you ever have friends yes. or acquaintances who are twins, Rob? Yes, I did. Or Identical twins? Yeah, well, identical is even funnier. Like, these, are, these girls are identical twins, but yeah, regular twins. I mean, I'm friends with Natalie and Nadia. Oh, that's true, but they were not in your school growing up. But yeah, school. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> no. That is true. Did you ever want to be a twin when you were younger? Mm, I mean, not really. I never. This is not a thought I ever had. Oh, I always thought it would be cool. Um, I the other thing, like the, the, in the first part of this episode, there's uh, you know, they steal a notebook or whatever, or they're trying to use yes, it to their the golden notebook. Yes, yes. Rob, did you ever have any like good and Zach also like cheating or stealing note stories? Uh, from when you're from your school days? Not that I'll I can Rob recall. This no. okay. so I know. Okay, me, I feel like Akiva I, has a lot. I've told a lot on the Seinfeld podcast. I'm not going to retell them all now. My favorite one is the the student, um, my friend in high school who paid the other math teacher, not our math teacher, um, stole stole a copy of our upcoming math test, paid paid the teacher to tutor him because we didn't know the answers, and handed in the the math test with the other teacher's uh, handwriting and answers on the test and got 100. Damn. Well, for me, what was it? I cheated on a lot of tests, but I never like, I don't know. I to, For me, tests were kind of easy in general. I just never did any homework in school. Mm-hmm. So not, no, no. The reason I say this is because I got like 60% in every course. Well, I didn't get no scholarships after high school. I was a loser. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of regret not doing the homework, but shout out to all the teachers who passed me while I did no homework throughout 
grade 12s. Because that's the thing with Neds, all the teachers like cool and even Gordy, the gender, they're all cool and relatable characters. And I think if you, it's like one of those shows where you watch it and you're like, oh, I kind of had a relatable experience like that in school. So that's the appeal to a lot of people. But for me, if I'm being honest, it's more so the slapstick comedy. I love Loomer, the bully, because he's not really a bully. He's more chaotic good than yeah. Cookie is more chaotic neutral. So yeah. <sighs> Could you explain what was going on? So in the second part of this episode, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that there is, so there's a, uh, or maybe it's, it was, there's two separate. Yeah, there's two epi- separate episodes. Every, Actually, every, I'm like sorry. It was, so it was the first part of the episode yeah. was all about notebooks. And so Moe's a- ends up coming across like a, like kind of like a burn book of like all the gossip from the school. Um, the, who was writing all of these mean things about these students at the school? Nobody knows. That's the that's the twist at the is end. Is it ever like, revealed no, in the last episode? No, no, it's not because re- the thing is, they'll just pick random jokes to return to. But the, most of the time, that's like a one episode plot. So hmm. while there was a million recurring jokes in the episode, nah, they don't call back to that. It was just some random kid from ten years yeah. earlier. So. Kiva, that's Any like when question? somebody goes on the Renap subreddit and like anonymously uh, says like a bunch of mean stuff. <laughs> the Pern book? No, yeah. nobody should do that. The same idea. Also, uh, what else? I wanted to go we a little like more rapid fire. Yeah. Uh, tell me what you guys lo- disliked or liked about the show. Like, hit me with what you what you felt passion. Did you passionately hate it? You we we like thought it? the kid was miscast. We thought a better lead mm-hmm. character, and we would have liked the show more. By the really? way, Devin Workheiser. Th- uh, current Twitter followers, Rob. Mm, you want to guess? I don't know. Well, if iCarly is any indication, probably there's a lot of Ned stands that are out there. So I'll say I'll, I'll give the lot- same 400,000. Uh, 57,000. Okay. I don't think, has he done anything since then, Zach? No, as- no, no. You guys are right. Okay, I'll give you guys credit. Devin Workheiser is probably the worst actor in the series. I think, I think Daniel Curtis Lee and I forget the actress who plays Moe's. They're the like, they're the Shaq and Tim Duncan co all star MVPs of the, if I'm, they're not necessarily my favorite characters, but Moe's and Cookie are carrying Ned. If you just, if you watch the show, it's a fact, but Ned's not bad. They write Ned as interesting. I like, I like what they do with the Ned and Moe's ship. It's like they were just destined to be from episode one. And I feel like, let's say I'll compare it to, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Jake and Amy. I think I stopped watching when they got together because the episodes became too much about the relationships. So also, I, I like how Ned wrote the Moe's and yeah. Ned of it all. Zach, uh, Ned is a bad name for a character. I think the whole title is the only reason I don't recommend the show to people. There's an anime I really like called Samurai Champloo. It's a ten out of ten anime. Horrible title because Ned's declassified school. I feel like the show is so much more than his guide. And when you see the title, it almost like implies that, oh, it's just about this kid and his guide. It's so much more than that. I mean, there's an episode where like Cookie's a sports agent and like is doing some volleyball. Th- like he's represented Moe's. He's going full Cookie McGuire. I mean, these plots go all over the place. It's a, like I said, it's the most cartoonish live action show ever. So that's kind of why I came like a shot. I came like I was shot out of a cannon because like the writers of this show. I don't know. Maybe I like. <laughs> Maybe I was on one, I suppose. Yeah. But just like they were when they wrote this stuff. Because every episode is wild. You guys, if you were lost with this episode, I'm sorry to say you would have been lost with every episode because I, there was no perfect episode to pick for the podcast. Yeah. Zach, could you tell us, is there some sort mm-hmm. of a trope or thing that is from uh, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide that ends up being copied in a lot of other shows? 
No, because a lot of their jokes are references to other things. Like, I, what I mean by that is, like, they have a Looney Tunes reference, even this episode with Gordy and the Weasel. It's a lot of callback to Looney Tunes. They do Scooby-Doo callbacks in other episodes. So what's cool about it is, like, it's one. It's a community in a way. And though, after this rewatch, I think if Community ended in season three, it would be better than Ned's. But mm-hmm. Ned's and Ned's in three seasons, in my opinion, is a bet. I, I prefer it. Sorry, Jess Sterling and Josh okay. Wiggler. I prefer Ned's All over right. Community my hot take after watching it. At least I could put it on for just my subjective overranking because I know that's not a consensus opinion. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, Ned's, I love it. I love absurdist humor. It's not a show for everyone. And it's like one of those, like, cracked out. It is like Looney Tunes in a way. The mile a minute joke. Oh, oh we'll, call the, we'll call it there. But yeah. I, no, I, I, I could go on for two hours about Ned's, but I hope no I was doubt. able to shot Shine a little light on why because people love Ned's and everybody has a different reason yeah. for loving it. Uh, I just well, got my own. Zach, uh, caramel covered apples uh, with nuts to celebrate a <laughs> job well done to you. Nope, uh, thank you, Zach. No, no problem. So I wish I had a little more time to talk Ned's, but who knows? One of these days, maybe me and Jacob will move on from. Is Avatar Jacob as into that. Ned's as much as you are? I don't know because I didn't talk to him about. I haven't talked to him this week yet, but we're gearing up mm. for a big Avatar podcast. But um, mm-hmm. I'm not. He told. He messaged me. He was like, "Oh, I love that show. I'm excited to hear you talk about." Maybe it. You can do a bonus, bonus episode okay. in the Avatar podcast for you. Bonus. I don't know if this podcast went amazing. I don't know what James would be like. Oh wow, I'm so happy you talked about Ned's. But I'm gonna be like, ah, Jacob. What if you put in a Ned's minute at the end of every Avatar episode or in between seasons? Yeah, there's lots uh, of ideas. I feel like I feel like yeah. that you're wasting all these great Ned's takes on us. No, you're no facts, facts, facts. I mean, like I'm passionate about a very few things. Basketball. Give you give me a microphone, I could literally talk about basketball for like twelve yeah. hours. That's my main passion. That's why I wanted to ask this on the pre-show, Akiva. I got to pick your brain about fantasy, but we'll do that off show. Yeah, yeah I need it for my. Yeah, How many uh, Ned's declassified school survival guide books have you read, Zach? None, but I just finished. You uh, can Phil write Jackson. one. I'd rather write a book about basketball than a book about history of uh, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. On on my current list of interests, it's like one uh, basketball, two Avatar The Last Airbender, three Ned's. Basketball is a distant first, and we'll put Ned's third because it's been a Ned's week in my house. My roommates all loved it. I'm glad because, like, it was like. But did you make them watch all 60 episodes with you, Zach? Oh. I just picked and chose episodes they liked and they mm-hmm. had different characters. Like for me, I didn't want to talk about this on the podcast. This character I like, he's like this fat light skin. He's okay. in this episode. Yeah, we're in, still on the podcast. Oh, oh yeah, true, true, true. I know that. I know that. But then, the reason I say this is because I'm an asshole. I'm an a-hole like Akiva. I kind of refer to this kid as fat. He's my favorite character in the whole show, but I didn't know his name. I had to do so much research just to find this kid's name because they don't. he's part of every plot line, but they don't even refer to him by name. And I looked at him at Stu. They don't even call him Stu in the show. I had to like go on this Wikipedia page with typos. Mm-hmm. So I had to do a lot of research on Ned's for a 20-minute podcast. Well, we appreciate it, Zach. It was worth you know our I mean, I while. I mean, after. At least Kazam, I just had to watch a two-hour podcast, and that Kazam, I enjoyed. <laughs> no, that it wasn't that long. Part. It wasn't two hours. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, that's. I mean, I just had to watch a two-hour film, so I'm happy about that. Ned's, mm-hmm. I watched oh more than two hours, but hey, two fucking twenty hours. Oh, oh, part of my life. Twenty hours for um. Sorry, Maddie. Twenty hours for uh, a great show like Ned's. I don't mind wasting twenty hours. Like that. Oh, Maddie, if you're uh, you're editing this, I am so sorry for all the. Cuss I think words I, I keep was apologizing to uh, apologizing to uh, Maddie, the uh, yes, sixth grader. Yes. 
Yeah. Oh, Maddie. The oh, no, not Maddie, the editor. Maddie, the sixth Oh, grade. I was apologizing <laughs> to Maddie, the editor, for oh, that's leaving funny. out yeah. the F words. No, 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 no. Uh, We could leave him in. We could leave him in. I, yeah. call. You, I notice you guys don't care about no-no words except the F word, which is cool. I just noticed that listening to y'all, so that's dope. Uh, that's I it. Mean, yeah, I of the ones that come up, I feel like that that's really uh, the worst of them. I mean, I I agree, there, there I are agree. other words that are worse, but I feel like that they, they tend not to no, hear them right, on the podcast. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm up on the podcast, though. Yeah. Like, I can yeah. say bastard on a podcast. No one cares. You can say bastard. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know how. I mean, I was a horrible podcaster episode. I don't even I think bastard is one of George Carlin's yeah. seven words. Is it, Rob? No, it's no, not. No, I, no. You I, can say I, bastard on, on television. You can say I, bastard I, as I, much as you want. I sadly know Carlin's seven words, and I try to mm-hmm. avoid them on podcasts. So there we go. Uh, but yeah, great, great, great. I mean, I love Ned's. I don't know if y'all love Ned's, but give it five episodes. Maybe you'll like it a little more. Just watch right. five random episodes. I think you'll enjoy it. Should, should Ned's Declassified uh, School Survival Guide replace SCOM as something that if like, even I have to be punished? <laughs> See, see, I'd enjoy, I'd enjoy if you guys podcast about Neds, but maybe I'm not doing the show justice. Maybe get like a Felipe, somebody who's a yeah. better orator than myself. Maybe they can don't sell yourself short. I'm not selling myself short. I feel like I sold Neds short because for me, I just came on to stump for Ned, and I feel like I yeah. failed in that. Time. I call no, it no, 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 NDSSG. No. Resonated with that's what that's what us in the know call Mm -hmm. NDSSG. Yeah, (laughs) what what's a better name for the show? Like a one or two word name, and and then we then maybe it would be a bigger hit. I don't know because Ned is such a horrible name. How about school rules? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, no, that's good. That's good. That's a little rolls off the tongue a little more because I feel like this just show is so much. It's like even the TV show Arthur. I always thought Arthur was it's another children's show. It's millennial. I thought it was so much more than Arthur. Mm-hmm. I like Buster. I yeah, like Brain. Even it's so, like a, I feel like, yeah, how to survive yeah, middle school. Yeah, that's a better title. No, I agree. I I, admit, mm-hmm. I, I, I f with both y'all suggestions there. So yeah. Even middle school survival guide. Uh, I feel like that. Mm-hmm. That's uh, no, no, that, that's yeah. a better title. It's, what's You're declassified? Right. I, there's a lot going on. Who's Ned? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I agree because I feel like the title. It's like the, I know you. I knew you guys would hone in on the title, but I feel like who cares? The title's bad, but the rest of the show amazing. So okay, that's send why it to like. uh, Robin Q. Need a PR firm. All right. Uh, third wheel, Zach Muhammad. Mm-hmm. You could listen to him on the Avatar, the last Airbender rewatch. Ang in there. Also, you could follow him on on Twitter. He's at Zach Muhammad uh, thirty two. He is tweeting pictures of uh, coconut head. Yeah, I mean, I don't tweet too much. I'm like Team AJ in that regard, and uh, I don't know. I'm not a big tweeter myself, but hey, I like the Rob as a. I like to once in a while reply to something I see that I enjoy. But shout out the Rob as a podcast community on Twitter, y'all are homies. So follow me mm-hmm. at Zach Muhammad thirty two. Shout out Kia for fixing my Twitter handle. My old one was bad. He like roasted me on my first episode with bad internet. Zach Muhammad thirty two, much better Twitter handle. So shout out Uncle Kiwi for that. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, there we go. All right, uh, Zach, anything else? Yeah, I mean, Fifth Wheel Navi, she's coming on for Ang in there. I want to highlight that because that's the best episode of, or my personal favorite Avatar. We're recording about that tomorrow. So I'm going to be shot out of a cat in like that, too. <laughs> Though that episode, I will deviate to my notes. Because, yeah, I'm worried <laughs> but, about uh, you. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I just, I love Neds. I'm very passionate about it. And I knew, I, had a, I kind of had a feeling y'all wouldn't match the passion, but that's life, right? Like, yeah. I don't know how, I, to be honest, I'm very curious. I didn't listen. I watched the Randy Jackson episode. It was my favorite episode of Ron Carly. Oh. I haven't heard Nicole's response. I didn't watch it myself. I didn't, I didn't. She hated it. She hated it. Oh, she hated it. I know, I know. I'm kidding okay. too. But yeah, no, no, no need to worry. I'm good. I'm good. To bring on JCR. Let's do it up. I'll chill in the background. Right. You know me. All mm-hmm. right, so in our next segment, we're going to hear about Phineas and Ferb with 
Jason Curtis Rivera. All right, so uh, we are going to talk about uh, Phineas and Ferb, a animated uh, series which uh, premiered in uh, 2010. And we are here with the man who has uh, organized all things Gen Z shows are trash. Uh, the man who put together this panel, and of course, the creator of the critically acclaimed Robin Akiva Need a Podcast, the musical. Here is Jason Curtis Rivera. Hello, everyone. How are we all doing? So happy to be here talking about my generation and arcade shows that are very much trash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, not trash. Not trash. <laughs> treasure. Trash or treasure. Maybe the show should be Gen Z shows are trash? Question mark. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you could make that. You could put a question mark yes. there. Yes. Okay. There's a lot going on behind Jason, Rob. First of all, Jason, when we start, there's going to be 26 minutes. We have a hard shot clock mm-hmm. um, of because Gen Z, 26 letters. So we have a hard shot clock for 26 minutes. So we haven't started <laughs> talking about P and F, as those of us in the know call it. So we got obviously six Among Us Avi guys in the background. Yeah. So yes. I, I do little... is describing uh, Jason's yeah. Zoom room. Yeah, so so I was gonna wait to the end, but since you brought it up, I I stream on Twitch, so I've just decorated my background. Mm, okay. So there's what some do you Pokemon. Stream? I do mostly Pokemon stuff. Um, like when you say Pokemon, Pokemon stuff, what do you do? You like go through your cards. So, so I'm doing Pokemon Red, doing a whole playthrough of Pokemon Red, and I'm mm-hmm. doing all the Pokemon games, and then I also do Pokemon Go every mm-hmm. day. Um, and so yeah, there. And then I also do you ever toss Pokeballs on Twitch? Yeah, on um, you, you get on Pokemon Go, you th- you throw some balls, I do some battles, mm-hmm. have some fun. I think yeah, you so should like set up like a nonsense. basketball hoop and see how many Pokeballs you can uh and, and maybe th- and maybe Third Wheel Zach could come on and coach you on your form of like uh yeah. like it's like shooting free throws <laughs> to hit all those Pokemonsters. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, Zach. Yeah. What would it, what what advice would Shaq give for uh hitting a a free throw with a Pokeball? I think Shaq. <laughs> I think Shaq's best advice for basketball is like be twelve feet tall. I, I, like I, don't, I don't know if you guys were trying to summon me, but I'm here. Zach is gone. <laughs> Shaq is back. Zach is not impressed with his podcast performance. He dropped a dud. Unlike me, I get sixty point triple doubles. That's what I do. <laughs> I wonder if Shaq so ever had a triple double. <laughs> Uh, okay. he's had a triple double no quadruple i'll hop out sorry jason okay. uh, all right so so jason uh so we're gonna put 26 minutes on the clock mm-hmm. for you to talk about uh phineas and ferb uh that z gen z uh 26 letter in uh the alphabet so 26 minutes will go on the clock uh when the time expires uh you will hear this sound and that means that's time to wrap it up we got to get to the mailbag. Okay. Okay. All right. Wonderful sound. <laughs> All right. But I guess it's not a wonderful sound because it means I can't talk about my favorite show, Phineas and Ferb anymore. All right. Well, his you, favorite show. Yeah. That's the bad news. The good news is you can start talking about it now for 26 minutes. All right. So, so let's get started. Uh, Phineas and Ferb, the episode I had you guys watch was uh, the circus episode and the toy episode. So it's called jerk de soleil and toy to the world Mm -hmm. um what's the season and and episode number for that i believe it's one eight oh just like iCarly 
Yeah, there was some depending Synergy. on where you're where you're watching it. iCarly is is not always one eight, but yeah, Phineas and Ferb one eight. Um, and uh, what do you mean? Depends where you watch it. It's not always us. I mean, they they all have different numbers. Yeah, they all, all the shows. You're coming into my time. Sorry, Netflix. It was one six, <laughs> and then IMDb and Wikipedia. It was one eight. It was Jason, all if you don't want to answer a question because it's going to take twenty six <laughs> minutes, just say pass, Your Honor. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Um. So yeah, Phineas and Ferb. Yes. How'd you like it? How well, overall? Let's explain to the to the yeah. The tell, just give us the, pl- what the plot. About. Yeah, plot of Phineas and Ferb. Okay, two brothers, step brothers, uh, named Phineas and Ferb, uh, and they have a summer, and they're on summer vacation, and they don't want to waste their summer vacation. They don't want to be bored all day, and so they try to make all 104 days of summer vacation as great as they can be, and so they get into Big, wacky, wild, zany adventures. They're very talented craftsmen. And, uh, you know, they, they make, you know, the first episode is they build a roller coaster. So they do all these like crazy things that two children should not be able to do, but they do them. Um, and then they have, they're joined by their friends. Um, and, you know, they help them in their adventures. Uh, all the while they're being, um, their sister. So Phineas's sister and then for step, stepsister Candace is trying to bust them. So uh, Candace is trying to tell her mom that, you know, Phineas and Ferb, they're getting into their wild, uh, crazy, dangerous shenanigans. Candace wants to bust her brothers, but every day when mom comes home, the mess is always cleaned up. Um, and so that's sort of the A plot of every episode. And then the B plot of every episode is that Phineas and Ferb have a pet platypus, <laughs> as one would have, mm-hmm. uh, and his name is Perry. And uh, to Phineas and Ferb and Candace and the family, uh, Perry is just, he's just a platypus and he doesn't do much, but secretly he is a secret agent uh, and he has an evil nemesis named Dr. Doofenshmirtz and Dr. Doofenshmirtz is trying to take over the tri-state area and every day Perry the platypus. Just the tri-state area? I mean, it, it depends on the, on the, you know, the plot that he has, but he's very tri-state area focused. Um, and so every day, uh, uh, Perry, the platypus, AKA agent P, mm-hmm. he goes to, um, you know, his boss, uh, major monogram and he gets his assignment of what Doofenshmirtz is up to. And he goes and he busts Doofenshmirtz plan. Um, and very often Doofenshmirtz plan getting, you know, thwarted by Perry is what makes, uh, Phineas and Ferb's big crazy thing that they built go away. So they're usually tied together in the end. Mm-hmm. And we always end on, you know, the Phineas and Ferb's adventure is done. Their project is over and they're just hanging out in the backyard. Mom comes home and Candace is mad that, you know, they were once again not busted. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a very yeah. formulaic for, you know, I feel like most kids shows do try to follow a formula. Um, so very formulaic. Um, and then at a certain point, like, Pretty early in season two, they like really, really start messing with the formula and like breaking their own formula. Um, and so that's that's what's really fun, especially later into season into the seasons of Phineas and Ferb. But I wanted to start you out yeah. on something a little mm-hmm. more. Classic. Yeah, it is very specific, right, Rob? It's like they every day, and this, I thought the theme song is excellent because it explains exactly what the show is. Oh, see, I, I is, tuned out a little bit during the theme song. I didn't really. You know what? That. It's it's like there's 104 days of summer vacation. And Phineas and Ferb are these stepbrothers, and they're going to be having an adventure today. Really, two, because like 
Ned's. We Should just we talked listen about to the it. theme song? Let's play it. Let's play yeah, it. Yeah, Bowling Here. for Soup. Bowling for Soup is the uh, the performance of the I, theme was, song. Jason, would you remember if this was in the theme song bracket or not? Ooh, it definitely I, was not. I don't, I don't think, think it was. was. Maybe it'll and make it, it to the, uh, the, the the sequel that's coming next month. All three shows, I think, have, have very good theme songs that we've talked about today. Okay. Um, All right. Here we go. Uh, here's the uh, Phineas and Ferb theme song. There's 104 days of summer vacation, and school comes along just to end it. So the annual problem for our generation is finding a good way to spend it. Like maybe building a rocket or fighting a mummy or climbing up the Eiffel Tower. Discovering something that doesn't exist hey. Or giving a monkey a shower Surfing tidal waves Creating nanobots Or locating Frankenstein's brain Finding a dodo bird Painting a continent Or driving our sister insane As you can see There's a whole lot of stuff to do Before school starts this fall Come on, Barry! So stick with us Cause Phineas and Ferb Are gonna do it all So stick with us Cause Phineas and Ferb Okay, so it was a bop. It was yeah. a bop. That's a good song. And it but explains yeah. it explains everything. Yeah. The the sister is evil and she's out to rat on them, but she literally every single episode th- is not able to make the simple yeah. phone call or p- take one picture and show to her mom that would bring the whole house down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and the sister seems like very thirsty. Yeah, so she uh she has a longtime crush on Jeremy. Jeremy. Uh and yeah, so that that gets played out. Um, we we get it more in the. I guess we get it in both, both episodes. episodes. Um, yeah, that that yeah, she's in love with Jeremy, and uh, do they ever so, get yeah, together? We, we, spoiler alert. I I think in the end, I'm sure they do. Um, there's like yeah, they like become teenagers. Like Phineas and Ferb become teenagers in the end. Oh, they age. Um, and, yeah, wow. they like jump forward at some oh, point. Slash that forward. stuff, honestly, the very end is is a little hazy to me. Do they, like, does summer vacation ever end? Is it one summer vacation or are they back one season, the next, one like, summer, the whole show? Yeah, I think one summer is the whole show. I feel like I'm going to get dragged if I'm wrong. But hmm. yeah, and is it 104 episodes for 104 days? No, no, okay. that would be perfect. There's also like summer vacation is not. I guess it's 104 days is like a little over three months, right? Does that? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I feel like my kids are still in summer vacation from last yeah, year. I mean, yeah, so my I kids know. haven't been to school in uh, about eleven months, so uh, relatable. So, I, so I feel like that the, the two parts of the show: there's Phineas and Ferb, and there is uh, Perry the platypus. Jason, there was one part of the show that I liked considerably more than the other. Could you guess uh, which part I, I enjoyed and which part I did not care for? Oh, I think I think you would have liked. Oh, I think you would have liked the Perry the Platypus stuff more. Akiva, what do you think? No, of course not. He he likes the regular part of the show, but the Perry the Platypus is a little too wacky. It's I get dumb. why people probably love it, but I, I think I it hate probably it. Takes I hate the get platypus. Get it? Who cares about <laughs> the platypus? Everyone cares about the platypus. No, Doctor Doofenshmirtz. He's Rob, terrible. You're not feeling Doctor. Yeah, the who cares? Doctor Doofenshmirtz. I'm here for. Great. I'm like. Wait, wait, hold on. Is the platypus Phineas or Ferb? Oh wait, he's neither. Why are we spending <laughs> yeah. half the show There's with a, the damn platypus? Minutes, Eleven minutes every episode, and half does of them it, were does, not seeing Phineas talk? or Ferb. 
Yeah. By the way, stepbrothers. No, it doesn't, talk. It doesn't yeah, even talk. Stepbrothers who live together. To, so to be to be perfectly fair, I don't think this is peak Perry the Platypus, Doctor Do. Like Do Finish mm-hmm. Mertz is really fun. I think the best part of those those plot lines are like we get like deep into Doofenshmirtz like background and why he's trying to take over the tri-state area and like all like all of his plans are awful right i mean we see it in this episode like he his uh his voice is too high the voice so, he, mm-hmm. so instead of making his own you know using his evil science to make his voice deeper he's going to make everyone's voice high like there it's just like it, it's the i think it is the like who cares about this this is dumb that makes it Mm-hmm. Do the kids ever meet Doofenshmirtz? So there is um, a couple like I don't know if they're I guess probably they're Disney Channel original movies but there's there's the Disney Channel original movie that's like Phineas and Ferb like 2D they like there's like time travel involved but in that story they they like all the the characters interact and have to like save the world because I think what happens is like Candace busts Phineas and Ferb and because of that, like Doofenshmirtz ends up taking over the tri-state area and then the world. So then like there's they have to like time travel and then they all team up and Perry's there and Phineas and Ferb are there. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're all it's lots of fun. Jason, why did you pick this episode? I wanted to find an episode that was not breaking the formula because mm-hmm. you didn't know the formula. Um and then yeah, it was just like trying to find one of these earlier um, episodes that I think had a good balance of all the things. I feel like mm-hmm. you kind of like got all of the, the little like running gags that they do, or at least as, as many as I could fit. Um, and I feel like the songs, it's just something we haven't hit on. I feel like um, the, the evil boys song is like mm-hmm. a bop that slaps. That's, is that well yeah, known? They write original songs. Do they do it for every episode? Yeah, so every episode song. has at least an original song. Um, and so, yeah, every every episode has. Can you explain a song. the setup for the song that you're referencing? Yeah, so so evil boys. So in uh, in the circus episode, they um, we we learn that Candace has a very severe severe uh, wild parsnips allergy, hmm. and it makes her voice all deep and her face all splotchy. And so, uh, and then we also find out that. Um, Phineas and Ferb and Candace's mom, as well as uh, Jeremy's mom, and uh, um, I think that's it. So they're in a band playing like a blues gig, um, and then Candace goes to bust. Um, her brother goes to her mom, and uh, they're playing this like blues song, and she she takes the microphone and sings the song about all of the things that her brothers are doing that you know really really grinds her gears and a very like classic blues song, but she like has this like deep raspy voice. Um, that's fun. And of all the things she says in the song are things that are, are episodes. Um, so like all the lyrics are true. Okay. They are true previous. That, it's that only season one, episode eight. This is all things that have happened in the first seven yes, episodes. All things that have happened in, in the first seven episodes. She's not yes. calling her shot on things that will happen in future episodes. No, but that that would be fun if she. I mean, you know, if she was a writer, they could yeah. do whatever they want. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you like the song? Yeah, the song was good. The song was fun. I enjoyed the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a real, uh, you know, blues uh, riff. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. Fine. Very good. It was fine. <laughs> um, 
which half of uh, the episode we between the circus and then with uh, making the toys did you think was more emblematic of uh, Phineas and Ferb? I think the I think more often they're like building a thing. So I think the circus episode they like made a circus tent and like put on a show, and that is the thing that like Doofenshmirtz's uh, creation like made go away. So I feel like that's probably a little more emblematic than like more like in, in the second episode, it's more of like they performed an activity of becoming these like toy salesmen. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think the first episode is more emblematic of the Phineas and for Phineas and Ferb format. Yeah, Jason, where did Phineas and Ferb air on the Disney channel? Disney channel. Yes. Yeah. Was it a primetime show or is this like a daytime programming? I mean, with all of these like kids, kids and networks, when I, I probably, I don't know, it's, it's different now because streaming, but like they premiered primetime, but it's really all they aired, right? Like mm-hmm. Disney Channel wasn't like going like, all right, we're going to have our, our The View in, in yes. the afternoon. So it was just these shows were just on always, but I think they premiered in like a primetime slot, but they were just always on. Jason, is there a catchphrase from uh, Phineas and Ferb that we would recognize even if we were not fans of the show? I mean, there's like a million catchphrases. That's what's I Teach think us so. Some. So, um, what you, you doing? Furbed. So Isabella, who's the she is like the black hair, um, the Phineas and Ferb's friend. Isabella with um, the black I don't hair. Think, I don't think we got it in the either of these episodes, but she very often will come by and she has like a big crush on Phineas. So it's always like a what you doing? And so that is repeated a lot, what you doing, which I believe is the um the the title of Felipe's Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast of what you doing. Okay, should me uh, and Akiva no, try that? Yeah, hit 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 what some people with some what you doing. Uh, Every time someone comes on as a guest. Yeah. What you doing? What um, you doing? Yeah, we definitely got in this episode in like in these episodes the curse you parry the platypus, which is what Doofenshmirtz always says. Curse you parry the platypus. Curse you parry the platypus. And people use that um, a lot for on in, in conversation. Every day. Yeah. You don't use that every day. Um, I use it pretty much every day. Very often, um, adults will be around Phineas and Ferb's creation, and we actually we got it this episode with the toys. Um, but they subverted it. So the the CEO of the toy company asked, um, aren't you two a little young to be blank, mm-hmm. blank, blank, like whatever they're doing? Um, and it's usually, yes, yes, we are. But in the, because they were doing toys, they said, no, no, we're not. Um, mm-hmm. And okay. so that's something that that gets used a lot. I mean, there's, there's it because it's so formulaic, right? Um, it They really do you know, hit a lot of the same thing. Yeah. Is there a well-known GIF from Phineas and Ferb that we might see used often on social media? Oh, that's, that's an interesting thought. So let me, let me get on Twitter and just look up the first Phineas and Ferb GIF. Um, Cause I'm sure there are. Yeah. While, while Jason um, looks it up, I'm curious. So there's, they're step siblings. Is that, is that ever like a plot point? Like, Hey, your mom, my dad, like anything like that. Does that come up where they usually get along? They usually get along, right? They're like they're like best friends. And Ferb doesn't talk. That's like a whole thing. Like he is like a line per episode. What? Um, it's like a pen and teller. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And there are a lot of online theories that I believe have been like all the creators have said that it's not true, but we know, I don't think we ever meet um, like Phineas's dad or Ferb's mom. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people that theorize that, um, you know, uh, Linda, who is Phineas's mom, uh, doesn't have like that triangular head that Phineas has. Um, And the uh, the only other person we ever meet with this like triangular shaped head is Doofenshmirtz. So a lot of people think that Doofenshmirtz is Phineas and oh. Candace's father. Is that but touched on in the, the finale? No, I think the creators put the kibosh on they they vehemently deny. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of like uh, gifts that I've seen. There's like a Doofenshmirtz dancing gift that I've definitely seen a couple times. And what would be the um, occasion I'm, you would use that? If you were happy? Yeah, if you're like doing a little happy dance. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, there, I, there's also like, I've seen Isabella's What You Doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe we should go, go through, create some gifts, get some, some good um, herb gifts going. So, first of all, I, I read somewhere, this is one of the few episodes where Ferb like talks more than Phineas. Uh, like, oh, one of these. Ferb, yeah. So, Ferb does talk a bunch in the toy episode. He has like three or four lines, and it's very often usually just one. He has like one line, usually right at the end, and it's like, uh, you know, it's like it's like he just comes in with a a good solid punchline, uh, and that's that's all we get from Ferb. Mm-hmm. I like in the second episode, uh, Rob and JCR, that they go to the mall with their mom to to check out their sister works in a toy store, and by the end of the episode, it appears canonically, and I don't know what's real and what's in the platypus universe. They have invented the world's most popular toy and also quit their job at the toy factory. All, no, yeah, all in one that's afternoon. Canon. That's canon. Yeah, they do a lot of crazy things in one afternoon. That's like the whole point of the show. But they never monetize them because that and their mom would catch it. Their mom would like. No, catch and them. they. I don't think they have any desire. And mm-hmm. it is. It is a plot point that like, and we get this at the end of the circus episode, right? Where mom and dad come back and they're like, "Mom, you missed our circus." Like they very genuinely don't think they're doing anything wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the which, sister never successfully snitches on them. Never, never. I think, I think, like, like I said, in that TV movie that I believe gets like time travel undone. So they make a circus in the first episode, and they and they build like the world's most popular toy in the second episode. Rob, are you a circus guy? No, definitely not. not. At all. Have you ever been to? The I circus? don't like clowns. Uh, mm-hmm. You know the animals. The high flying axe doesn't impress me much. Uh, <laughs> acrobatics, eh? Cotton candy, yeah. not a fan. Uh, yeah, kind of literally things, nothing whoa, for me whoa. at the circus. Mm-hmm. Wait, we're not going to hate on cotton candy in this. It's pot. not good. It's bad. We are going to hate oh, on cotton candy here. It's in- just it's sugar. How do you not like it? It's literally yeah, just sweet goodness. Here are the list of better forms of sugar than cotton candy. Every form of sugar. Everything else, cotton yeah. Candy. yeah. yeah. That's, that's <laughs> fair. It's, it's such but a every weird form texture. of sugar is good. Every form of sugar is yeah. good, though. Uh, this is uh, rare that uh, Uncle Kiwi and I are on the same page with uh, <laughs> hating on a particular yeah. food item. I did. I did. Uh, I, I think I mentioned before, I, my grandparents once took to the circus and my grandma had those veins on her leg and they popped. That's also how she passed, and then oh, no. and like so, we had to leave the we had to leave the circus because she was like bleeding profusely. It was so it was very disturbing. We had to like leave the circus when I was a little kid. Wow. That was the last time I was at the circus, and oh. now the circuses are gone, and so was my grandma. Yeah, wow, this um, was a real a real downer, Jason. Yeah. In your time, twenty six um, minutes. Anyway, and Akiva really hard to cut into twenty six minutes. Derailed. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Circuses aren't fun. Circuses aren't good. Mm-hmm. 
Not to. We had someone on, didn't we? That that was a circus performer. Didn't that happen? Yes, was that, that was. Yes, that was part of our. <laughs> we talked about how much Akiva wanted to know. Uh, how much <laughs> right, money right, right. in student loans uh, did you have to oh, yeah. <laughs> pay for funny. circus college? That was a good question. That was a good question. Actually, we we got it that way. I think, and I messed it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Jason. So Phineas and Ferb wraps up in 2015. Is there any plans for any, any sort of reboot of the Phineas they, like, and Ferb? Just had a movie this year. Yeah. They like just made a movie like. Very recently, Disney it's Plus? Like, probably it was probably Disney. Did they Channel do something 2. with Star Wars recently? I feel like I've seen that in I, my I Apple think TV so. menu. I, yeah. I think that's correct. Okay, I that would really would not uh, be interesting to Akiva. <laughs> A Star Wars meets Phineas and Fur. I mean, I like Phineas and Fur more than Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, are there any any like toys? Like, d- does that happen now? Is my question. Like these like craze toy fads with your children um like these like most popular why was there a toys. lot of merchandising for phineas and ferb no i'm talking about for the perry the platypus toy oh. the action figure yeah, yeah, i don't, think it I don't figure. know what it was this year but my kids have definitely been into like a specific toy they like <laughs> lol tall toy dolls or something like that mm-hmm. they like that i don't know i don't know what the hot toys are now Oh, if you want, um, I, I did want to mention. I want quarantine to mention, Sally. I think that's mm-hmm. quarantine Sally. Yeah, quarantine Sally that seems not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to have nightmares tonight, yeah. uh, look up the Phineas and hands. Ferb. The yeah, Phineas and Ferb live that. shows. Uh-huh. So they would put on these live shows where, like a Disney was, on Ice type thing. Sort of, but they're all, so they're all in costume, but it's all like Phineas and Ferb costumed people. It's nightmare fuel. It's awful. Hmm. Like you should, they should never have done that. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. Okay. It's like these these people should not be in 3D. These characters <laughs> or felt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Phineas and and Ferb. Uh, any other recommendations of a famous episode we should watch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was gonna choose it. I there's a really good episode where um there's like a a one hit wonder band um that Phineas and Ferb get back together for their for their mom and dad's anniversary. So it was like their mom and dad's favorite band called Love Handle. Um, but they broke up and they like go to the three members of the band and. Um, like convince them to get the band back together, and those are like three of the best songs in the whole show. Ain't Got Rhythm is is definitely the best sh- song in the show, where they're like trying to get the drummer back. Phenomenal, ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that one's a full episode, so that's why I kind of didn't want it. It's like the full twenty two minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, which I thought was not representative. Yeah, um, um, Squirrels in My Pants is a big song. Yeah, of that, course. That uh, yeah. Uh, S-I-M-P squirrels in my pants where, where Candace gets some she get, she has squirrels in her pants she sings a song about it it's phenomenal there's mm-hmm. there's really good song like if if you don't want to watch the show um, and you just look up some like crazy Phineas and Ferb songs that will entertain you for a while okay um, some notable voice talent also in Phineas and Ferb uh, Ashley Tisdale Ashley is, Tisdale yes. a high school musical that you will one day watch one day uh, also mm-hmm. maybe uh, next week Caroline Ray I is, don't know who that is but yeah. I believe you 
Uh, she's the she's in a lot of things. Uh, she's to be the host. City. She's uh, yeah, she's to do. The, I believe she's the mom on Sabrina, the teenage witch. Mm-hmm. It's not the cat. In in this episode that you watched, the CEO of the toy company yes. was voiced by J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Oh yeah, okay. big yeah. star. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Rob, can we if we're ranking the three shows, are we both going? I Carly, Phineas and Ferb, and then well, I, don't, I don't think that that should be part of Jason's time. Oh, yeah, interesting. R- ranking <laughs> ranking is arbitrary and reductive. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I will tell I will tell Jason that he has about a minute of uh, Phineas and okay. Ferb. Okay, one more minute, and then we're going to rank the shows. And then Phineas you and Ferb is great, and you should all watch it. And it's it's a really fun show, and they get into some wacky adventures. I like theme it. song slaps. A lot of fun. I songs. think my kids would like it. I'll show I'll show more of Phineas and Rob. I think your sons would like this show too. Yeah, yeah they, I, I think know they would like this I show the best. Two, I know two children yeah. of your your children's ages that uh, that do like Phineas and Ferb. Um, I do You're think it like has fifteen-year-old Ella. They like him. <laughs> um, I, I do think it it does have some staying power. Like I do think there are kids who watch Phineas and Ferb now. Um, so yeah, that's that's my Phineas. You think and nobody's Ferb watching video. Neds now? Is that what you're trying to? I say? don't think I don't think I don't think many people are watching Neds now. I think there's probably people watching iCarly now though. Like I don't know. That yeah, show's Mac, that's baby. Great. Yeah, yeah, we're coming back. All right, that's, that's my spiel. There we go. Perfect time. Are we going to use that going forward? or is, is that Let's, a see. Let's see how thing. the audience responds to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I guess uh, why don't we bring in our whole panel uh, right now, and then we could do our, uh, our, our rankings. But I, I think we're probably on the same page uh, in terms of our uh, three, two, one. I think so. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I sort go. of moved. Yeah, you moved. <laughs> I think I'm going to go Phineas and Ferb over iCarly. Oh, okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to give my three chissy points to uh, mm-hmm. iCarly. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I just felt like that, uh, that as somebody jumping in, I got the show instantly. I was able yeah. to follow everything that was going on. And again, it is uh, the least absurd of the three shows. So I feel like that as a one episode viewer, iCarly uh, made the most sense to me, and I was able to then, as somebody who was able to follow the show, that I could then enjoy the humor that was in the show. I love that the number one show out of the three, and you say it's the least absurdist, is about a 13-year-old girl with a show that reaches millions of people. In fairness, yeah. TikTok Nicole. Well, like, uh, take a look uh, in your, you know, your namesake app. Uh, and there are many 13 year old girls, uh, who look are at international the, the cameo celebrities. family or whatever they're called. Yeah. They've got a lot of 13 year olds. Respect yeah. on their name. Yes. yes. Okay. I, I see where you're coming from. All right. Uh, Keith, what was your number two show? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, I think I, I, then I would have iCarly two and sorry, Ned's three. Yeah. I would give my two I, chizzy I, I, points I, I, to Phineas and Ferb and then, yeah, and then one, uh, yes. one chizzy point to uh, Ned and his declassified school no, survival guide. Merch I, I kind of figured Ned's was coming in last place. So I feel bad. I want to, maybe I'll start the petition for a season three, <laughs> episode seven for Ned's for somebody who could stump for it a little better than okay. me. Sadly. So you're our Ned's the, guy, Zach. That's for sure. Uh, I wasn't the best Ned head. I'll be honest. It's, it's tough. It's a tough walnut to crack. Is it a Ned head or a coconut head? 
Oh, good question. Oh, there you go. Because Avatar, I'll be honest, it's another Nickelodeon show. It's animated, much easier to podcast about than Ned's. Ned's, I was struggling how to navigate this. I, I like this episode in particular because they deal with mental health well, and I like the absurdist humor of the overall show. But Ned's yeah. a tough pot walnut to crack for a podcast. Rob, if we're ranking Nicole, JCR, and Zach, tie for first, right? They're all three <laughs> three tie for first. And, and Zach, if it's, no, know, if it's I, any I, consolation, the Twitter response will be like, uh, Zach, you're right that Robin yeah. and Akiva are boomers. boomers. They yeah. don't no, even it, get. They don't even get. Actually, a lot Ned. of people will say that it's not a Gen Z show. Like yeah, it's a no, millennial. Right, no, I, I already got. Well, both of those things. You guys are correct, but I don't know. As as somebody who's like kind of homies, people with you guys, already called us boomers, and the show didn't even hear yet. I know, no, no. I mean, people call you guys boomers regardless of what you do is my overall mm. point. But I, I just still didn't Ned, like the platypus. I'll tell you that. I know. I know. That, that's what you're going to get the most heat. The platypus for, was trash. That was your most fire take, that's, but with that, I, I, yeah, that's gonna be ooh, yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get crowdfund for that. I already know. I could see mm-hmm. the tweets already being great. But uh, for me, I just wish I was a better stuff for then because I wanted you guys to like it. Like I want you to like Ned just for you, not for the po- podcast. Be damned! I was hoping y'all would enjoy Ned a little more. But okay. what can you do? Some shows just don't appeal to everybody. What can you so do? I'll tell you Perfect. what we can do. We can go to the patented Robin Akiva need a podcast mailbag to hear about new ideas and things that are going to be coming up in episode number 121 of Robin Akiva new podcast. Akiva, anything else you want to say during Gen Z shows are trash? Question mark. No, let's go to the other side. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with this week's mailbag. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, that's right. Mailbag number 120. Our Gen Z panel is here to help us uh, go through the mailbag. And let me uh, pitch this to our Gen Z panelists of something that I want to do. I have been uh, very excited this week that I have been all over the brand new app Clubhouse. I'm trying to get Uncle Kiwi to jump on, but he uh, won't get an iPhone. And I've just been talking to people left and right. I'm having so much fun on Clubhouse. And I would like to do an all Clubhouse mailbag soon where I want to hook the Clubhouse app into the mixer and then let our listeners know, hey, pitch your ideas. Talk to us on Clubhouse. If you don't know what Clubhouse is, it's an app that's all voice only. You go into rooms, you can hear people talk, they can ask questions, raise their hand, come up to the stage. It's all voice, there's no DMs, and that's it. No pictures, no video, it's audio only, and I love it so much. I'm on there all the time. Akiva, what do you think about the Clubhouse mailbag? I really like it. Are enough people on Clubhouse yet? I know it's the app that's blowing up this year. Are enough people on Clubhouse yet? That we would actually get um, questions versus yeet. Yeet. What? Uh, like what? Other than the fact that you like Clubhouse and you want to be first there, which is fine. Why is it better than just like Zoom or Streamyard? Because it's new. 
exciting. Nobody's yeah, done this before. But Rob, Rob that's what bad logic is? because what, what if it feels dated? What if it feels what if it feels very dated? Like if it'll probably be a fun mailbag, but like what if somebody's listening to an old Renap episode on a binge and then two two months later <laughs> that nobody's perfect. using no, that's ideal. That's like, yeah. oh remember Clubhouse? Yeah. Yeah, but like that's true, but like TikTok had more staying power. So I feel like whenever you guys did the TikTok bracket, I was like, I'll mm-hmm. listen to this in a year, people will still be TikToking. So Yeah. Well, I think that the idea is that people could uh come along that don't even you know uh know from Robin and Kivanita podcast. Who knows? That's what true. We'll find. I- that's true. That's a good point. So I don't know. I say go through with it. Are randos stumbling into your? Um, <laughs> yes, in, they are. Oh, okay, sure, sure. Well, people, that, oh, that, that seems interesting. Theater. What's what's Robin keeping your podcast? That that might be that might be interesting. It, 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 think of it like a live show, and people are just walking in. Like, hey, what's this? <laughs> okay, I like that. I think that happened in Minnesota, so I'm up for that. Yeah. So it's it's it, that i'm telling you that I, I love clubhouse it's the closest that i'm getting to like when i would go and just talk to people at the live shows we should do a live yeah. show on uh, i'm also thinking about doing a clubhouse of punch up your pitch for the mailbag on clubhouse also all right i i want to do another renap x on clubhouse give all me right. all we of, could do yeah get get kelly Let's let's set up a day of all the rejected Renap X uh, uh, seminars. All right, I'm up for it. We could do. Oh, we could be all clubhouse all the time. Yeah, I'm okay. Fine hold with on. That. Nicole has a thought. Like, you know how you can get Zoom bombed? Can you just get clubhouse bombed? Like, yes, with all it's the- all Zoom bombs. It's all so Zoom bombs. So the chaos is part of yes. the strategy. I was yes. worried. I was like, oh, Clubhouse, that just sounds like one big phone call. To be but- honest, I know what Clubhouse is vaguely because I saw rapper 21 Savage was doing a Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. But apparently I see all these business people like Rob. I mean, he's a pretty business savvy guy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's why he's so passionate. Rob, your Clubhouse to you is like meds for me, apparently. I can tell mm-hmm. you really are itching <laughs> yes. to do this mailbag. Yes, I'm going to make my honest. Clubhouse declassified survival guide that's gonna yeah, be the name of my I, next class rob I, 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 I was kind of iffy on this but after seeing the shine in rob's eyes now i just i'm kind of curious i want to see what rob's rob declassified the clubhouse. uh yeah. clubhouse survival guide yeah, yeah no i'm down very uh, yeah no I, I say the clubhouse mailbag's a good idea like bring that up there you go okay Give it the all right so like new randos could come in and we can yeah. give them the mic and be like Pit, we're gonna explain the podcast in 10 seconds and you have to pitch us an idea don't yeah, even explain it. First. Yeah, Randa, if I somebody mean, just wants to raise their hand and then we say, all right, what's your idea for what's your idea for the wheel? And then if it's lame, we'll just hang up on them. Akiva's right, it could go south, but it's not live. No, so it's it, like Rob, Rob, If it's good, Rob it's good. And if it's exactly. bad, it's good. Either yeah. way, Rob it'll be seems good. He's confident in like his ability to, to interact with the randos and make it work for we'll the We'll do crowd back, work. So. Akiva, yeah, this is one one of your yeah. talents. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm Team Rob here. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's Akiva. If Akiva doesn't want to do it, that's fine. But and, I want to listen honestly, to this. Honestly, Akiva, the, yeah. what we struggle with is when it's like uh, people that we know, and then they're coming on to pitch us like Shark Tank ideas. It's like, all right, we we don't want to run them because we like this person. Uh, but if it's strangers and they've got trash, we'll just hang <laughs> up on them. Oh, awesome. Okay. I'm up for See, that. See, us, us, us Gen Zers, we're not like you older people. We're tough. You can criticize our ideas. I mean, if I have a horrible idea, poo poo on it. I ain't going to get mad. TikTok to call, I ain't going to get mad if you say her idea is bad. JCR, I'm, I mean, no, Lord knows. I mean, the musical was a, an amazing podcast. I don't know if JCR has bad ideas. I think this podcast was his idea to my little blip aside, amazing podcast. Hold overall, on. Hold so. on. So you're saying uh-huh. that the, that the, uh, younger listeners, that they, they take the rejection better than the than older listeners i mean, I mean yeah I, I, I mean, 
Oh, really? Oh, man. My, my, my bad. I thought too highly of Nicole. My bad. I'm sorry. Sorry, Robin Nicole. Akiva rejected Psych Season 3, Episode 7 so bad that I cried myself and made Amanda do a podcast. I mean, I me. mean, you know, and, uh, I love Dr. Amanda, but I, I mean, the same thing happened to me. They didn't want to do Avatar on this, and I was like, well, screw mm-hmm. it. Hang in there. And, and I'm very happy I did that. So okay. You create good. spite I, podcasts every exactly, time Exactly, exactly. And the spite podcast, and you know what? I like the spite podcast, because look at this. I, I didn't even watch Psych, and I listen to a couple episodes because I just want to hear JCR and Dr. Amanda banter. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what Psyche is like going into it. I saw like Neither one episode prior. Yeah. Okay. All right, Akiva, uh, what uh, do you have in the mailbag proper? Okay, so last week we didn't do a mailbag. Mailbag very full. We'll get to some ideas this week. Um, let's start off with this. Robin and Akiva go backwards from Mark with a C. You yeah. like Mark with a C better or Mark with a K better? I'm a big Mark with a K guy. Oh, I'm Mark with a C guy. Interesting. I feel like you should usually start Mark with an M. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we put that in the Zach the M uh, oh, yeah, s- there you go. No, because I just I like that episode, but I guess what can you do? I'm glad you called it back now, the little <laughs> Albert signal. I saw I get it, Rob. Deep cut, deep cut. <laughs> what do yeah. you think about what do you think about that for the census? Mark with a C versus Mark with a K. But you care census, Mark, yeah. Mark with okay. a K wins by like seventy to like thirty percent. Think yeah. about the census. If something is like uh, not that interesting, like just you're like okay, Mark with a Mark with a C or Mark with a, with a K, uh, sixty two mm-hmm. thirty eight. Moving on. All right, all right. Okay. Um, so he says the best episode of Seinfeld podcast is famously the backwards episode. He says he thinks is it could work true? well on app. Is Some that famously the best? The, best the I, I don't recall at the time where people said that that was famously the best episode. I, I have no idea. It's his opinion. Okay. Uh, he says he thinks it could work well on Renap, in particular when we do a bracket. He says, so you do pre-planning, and then the episode would start with the closing song, then announce what wins. You then spin the wheel and do the mailbag. Then you do the bracket starting off with the finals and working backwards to the first round. The ending of the episode will be the intros and the opening song. <laughs> Everybody's going to hate this idea. Yeah. And also, we'd have to be spoiled beforehand. Everybody's going to hate it. I mean, it. It, it's funny, but yeah, I don't. I think it's just I don't. Funny. I don't hate the idea of like... All right, winner of the bracket, lasagna, and then you work backwards, but we never know what the bracket is. Ah, that's end. not bad. We don't even. I say think what the I think that's is. funny, but I don't think that's a podcast. No the variety pack, variety because that's a funny little idea. So maybe save that like one little bracket for the variety pack. I think because Jay, I like JCR's retooling of that. Um, that's good. Could we potentially not not record it out of order? But could we like in uh, reverse engineer a bracket and then we find out what the, what the thing is like hypothetically? Oh, okay, La- okay like lasagna one versus glasses. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. we and then it's just like, well, what are okay, they talking what, about? Yeah, the who, what did lasagna beat to win the bracket? Like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Are we doing like? Are we gonna do pasta? Are we gonna do uh, casseroles? Yeah, and then you guess along as you're listening. It's like, oh. well, we'd be I making it up on the fly. We'd be, you'd be listening to us try to figure out how, how, did, what, like, how do we make a bracket where lasagna is the winner? Oh, so you're doing, you're doing it yeah. out of order. Yeah, I was under the assumption, like, you know, silent, silent G words. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this part, this episode Either idea is a little I'm convoluted. Put it on the wheel. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Rob. Uh, here's a crappy movie diaper idea. We haven't put a movie in the crappy movie diaper for a little while. Uh, Sarah says this movie's called Catch That Kid. Catch the That Renap- Kid. The Renap bot Not Catch That edit- Bird? Catch That Kid. K-I-D. Well, it's talking about a goat, I think. 
Um, no, the Renapot suggested adding it. You know, the Renapot nowadays pitches a lot of movies for the crappy movie diaper and the season three, episode seven, Fishbowl. So he says, um, Catch That Kid is a ridiculous teenage heist movie where Kirsten, Kristen Stewart, I think it's Kirsten, not sure, and her two best friends rob a bank to pay for Kristen's dad's incredibly expensive surgery. The movie has everything. Kids successfully hanging into bank security systems, the OG Kristen Stewart love triangle, and lots of go-karting. There's a 13% in Rotten Tomatoes and clocks in at a cool 92 minutes to quote uh, critic Richard Roper. This thing is so silly and so ridiculous. No. This is going to be a thing that we're going to put it in the crappy movie diaper, and then three weeks from now, the crappy movie di- diaper is going to come up, and we're going to say, what is that movie? What is this? Why, Why is did this? we put this in? Why is this in yeah. there? That yeah, what did what did past Keeve and Rob yeah. do, and why TikTok did they hate us Nicole, so much? Can you tell us? Should we put catch that kid into the crappy movie diaper? Is this even a real movie? Did the Renat Bob come up with this movie? I always wonder if the Renat Bob is making up these movies. Yeah, like Kristen Stewart, like we know her for Twilight. I don't recall seeing her in a Catch That Kid. Um, I personally would, I would maybe not listen to this one. It doesn't really sound like it would int- yeah. be enticing. I've seen this movie. If it's you've seen it, bad. is it good for the podcast? Or is- I, I yeah. don't. So it's Chris, it's Kristen Stewart and Corbin Blue is in it. Okay. Whoa, he was uh, he's on Ned's Disney show. That's a Gen um, Z like Corbin Blue. I don't remember it, but I feel like it's like one of these like Agent Cody Banks, like just like kids doing heist movies. See, I don't, and I don't know if that'd enough. be good for the podcast. I like Agent Cody Banks, so I would listen yeah. to that podcast I myself, think it's like a even though I've never worse. seen the movie. That, yeah. I just, yeah, I don't think it's bad enough or like funny and funnily bad enough for the podcast. Okay. Sorry, right. Mark. Let's, but uh, that's a pass. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, one more bad movie while we're in the crappy movie diaper uh, section of the mailbag. Uh, this is from Chris, and he says it's the legend of the Titanic. This animated take on the singing of the infamous Titanic results in a cartoon of the most convoluted proportions that no adult or child could follow. Nobody would believe you if you told them that the singing of the Titanic was directly because of an octopus that was tricked by treacherous sharks to throw an iceberg in the way of the Titanic. Well. This Italian animated film, though poorly in English, says otherwise. The movie loosely follows a 1997 James Cameron film with a woman trapped in an engagement she doesn't want while falling in love with a person that she says uh, five, or, five or less sentences throughout the movie. Meanwhile, rats are boarding the ship as well, and two rats help the woman find her true love on the ship with assistance from the man's dog. <laughs> I didn't make it through. <laughs> the whole movie was on YouTube. Save it for the punishment council. If we screw <laughs> up, if we make a mistake, uh, we have to watch the Italian Titanic, the Titanic dubbed yeah, in English cartoon. Did you guys cartoon. talk about this on the podcast before? Because I've heard, this movie has a cult following. I've never seen it, but I like when you guys podcast about stuff I would it never familiar. watch. Because then, because then I don't have because it sounds familiar to me too. But I know maybe I, I forgot to delete it. it, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Maybe some other podcast the listener talked about it. But yeah, there's another one where they spin a wheel and they pick listener ideas. <laughs> no, 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 no. I listen to other podcasts besides this. Um, I, this is from Garrett. I do not. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jason. Oh, yes. the rip. <laughs> this is from Garrett, uh, and this comes in the last day. He says, "My idea is Robin Kiva bust myths or become myths mythbusters." Doctor Leona Boris of Science. We'll present Robin Akiva with unusual or outrageous scientific facts, and they will have to guess whether it is fact or fiction. It could be a game of Rob versus Akiva, or you could work together afterwards. You can discuss with Liana the science behind it. Note, I ran this idea by Liana. She said, go away and never talk to me again. I'm mm-hmm. kidding. She said she liked it and said she is on board. 
Yeah. I'll be happy well, to ring the, if Liana's on board, ring the bell. I say personally, because yeah, that's a good idea. I think idea. that's a check with Liana. Um, she she mm-hmm. always has a lot going on. So if she's up for it, you know, basically, I mean, he said he ran it by her and she liked it well, and said she's on board. Exclamation let's point. also <laughs> run, uh-huh. run it by her. Not, yeah, well, to, keep, not to doubt Garrett, uh, the emailer, but sometimes mm-hmm. you know people are just being nice. So I, uh, let's mm-hmm. double check. Never put it at the top of the wheel waiting room in that case, but like I mean, Liana on any related podcast, Liana's a very good Renap guest. I think the Liana Mike Bloom choose your own adventure that was one of the best Renap episodes. So I mean, inject any podcast with Liana into my veins. I'll mm-hmm. take it. Hey, question. <laughs> yes, um, I see that it's a podcast for busting myths. Is that a whole podcast? Like, how interesting are science facts? Like, do I have to wait to be proven? Is science on interesting. That's a good question. Yeah, there was also like nine seasons of a like television science? show that already did all that, right? Like, I feel like, are we getting anything new? Are we watching mm-hmm. Mythbusters? Yeah, probably not, but I've never watched an episode of Mythbusters, but I, think I as a Rob, as a podcast yeah, fan, I would tune crazy. into Look, Rob, Akiva, and Liana busting myth. If Liana thinks there's case. enough there, we can do yeah. it. If she thinks it's mm-hmm. a reach, mm-hmm. then we shouldn't. Yeah, I okay. agree. That's why I say keep it like top of wheel waiting room for now for that reason until you get Liana's like confirmation. Just yeah. well, when Rob shoots her a DM eventually, you'll know if this is like good for the wheel or not. Season three, episode seven, the crocodile hunter. Adam from LA says too soon. Okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. It's all, I love the crocodile hunter, but it's always too soon. Rest how many? How many? What? Twenty Irwin. years after Steve Irwin's gone, we can do it. Is that what mm-hmm. we said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Robin Akiva travel through time. Do we want to travel through time? How so? Well, he says we'd watch Back to the Future. Has Akiva seen it? It's pre nineteen ninety. I famously don't watch movies from. You, you've seen Back to the Future. You wanted yeah, to reboot it with three. Ansel Elgort. <laughs> yeah, Ansel Elgort. I think he might. Wow. Be <laughs> we should yeah. go back in we, time we and take that take back. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No. If there was like a different, time, I like time travel stuff, but uh, I've already seen that movie. Uh, a wheel mechanism, Rob. Uh, it's from Tzvi. He's gotten a lot of ideas on the wheel in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, uh, resubmitting based on the feedback I got from 32 fans patrons, inspired by Ali Lasher's suggestion of a spin again spot. That must have been an old suggestion on the wheel. I'm, be- I'm pitching a bankrupt spot, Svi says. If the wheel comes up on bankrupt, it's one spot until it gets picked. Uh, the whole wheel gets erased and is replaced by a full wheel of every suggestion that's read in that week's mailbag. The wheel could turn into three spots or six spots, whatever. Um, basically, it, it, Add stakes to every yeah. idea I read because every idea I read might be on okay. that week's wheel. So, if the bankers back. So, in the past, you and I have talked about the idea of I, I have said that is there like a, should there be like a bankrupt type spot which is like no show next week of like mm-hmm. to give the wheel stakes. But why would we want something that would throw out all of the good ideas I have at, mm-hmm. or, or or that we have on the wheel just for a week, not forever. Oh, and then and then he's, we'd have a new that week. That week, it would the whole wheel would be replaced by everything we'd read up until that point, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's basically so like, the same. We might thing have to watch the, the Italian Titanic one. So there's more <laughs> stakes. Everything I read. It's basically everything. the same thing as the like go into the discarded pile and yeah. item number generator mm-hmm. a little bit, but yeah. Just so for it's one not week. bankrupt. It's it's more of like uh, pick one of this a week's rejected ideas. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that's interesting. 
I feel like it's a less good version of a thing we've already done. So I feel like we also, should just like, use why are we punishing ourselves? Like that, the, that's the a good point. We, yeah. The, the fact yeah, that yeah. we might have to watch the Italian Titanic or <laughs> some movie we don't care about. Why is that funny ultimately? No, no, I agree with the Kiva. I think this is a big thing in Renap where it's like some people, not me, they like to see bad things that or like they like you guys watching stuff you don't like. I think that doesn't make for good podcast. Wait, aren't you the Rob guy is- that made us watch Ned's declassified <laughs> school survival yeah, guide? That's, that's you're right. Oh shots fired. <laughs> Fired at Ned's, my bad. I knew you were liking it. I hope the coconut heads bring the forge pitchforks. I knew you were going to say that, but my point is, I made you watch 20 minutes. I didn't make you watch two hours. That's true. Oh, uh, but yeah, there you go. Um, we also have um, this pitch, which is by a different Jason, Jason from Nashville, not Jason from Jersey. Mm-hmm. I think. That's um, correct. Which is called Closing Song. He says, now the show has so many bangers. I feel like we need a wheel spin or something to determine what song closes the show. Should it be the Perfect Strangers theme? The original Renap theme? Renap the musical? Mm. Chester sing Men what in about Black? once a month? Start of the month. Yeah. What's that? Closing song for the month. I thought, oh, because we do have closing. What has been the closing song been recently? I know what the opening song is because we shanty. play it. It's been the Sea Shanty, right? It's been I just the Sea Shanty recently. Yeah, I, think, mm-hmm. I think it for a lot. I think, I think it was, it was the Jason Curtis Rivera Sea Shanty has been the last. Ah, we have a song of the summer. We really have six or seven, like you know, mm-hmm. entrenched songs at this point. I mean, yeah, the Chester Men in Black was uh, the Chester closing song for, for a long for a long time. It used yeah. to be, yeah, the Perfect Strangers. Honestly, the Chester Men in Black would be one of, like, one of the funniest moments in the show's history. I didn't even know it was Chester for the longest time. Until I, I think I missed that episode and I re-listed because that was too funny. Him, like the reveal of him rapping. Here comes the man. It's like a high-pitched um, So Yeah, so I, I um, yeah, I don't know. I have no opinion. What should this month be, Rob? Uh, well, the question was to do a wheel spin. Let's, let's defer to our musical correspondent, Jason, who's here. Yeah, what, what do you, do you think, think it should be right now? Um, well, I just think it should always be me, right? Like, isn't that right? I should just always be the outro to the podcast, whether it's the musical, the shanty. Mm -hmm. No, I I don't mind a wheel spin, a wheel spin at the the start of the month. Are you going to remember to do that? You know what? Let's, let's not make a call on this. Let's let Reddit uh, talk this through. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they always agree and come to a decision. No, together. but that's like they bring up a good point in a, in a discussion. Like, uh, you know, like let's rather than make a rash decision right now. Well, well Rob, I'm okay. not you or Akiva, but what I would do here, let Jason pick, like, the, if you're going to do a wheel, let him pick the options on the wheel. Because, like, Jason's a musical genius, but, like, I don't know. Maybe there's some other random Rob has a podcast correspondent that also might be, like, we, we can't just have a full JCR wheel, but let JCR be, like, because you, I see the guitar in the background. You know, I know he knows the music, so mm-hmm. let him, like, you know what I mean? Like, let him be in charge. Yeah. Just, like, Will is in charge of the wheel waiting room. If it's me... Let, like I, I uh, would probably defer to a shorter ending song that uh, I, I don't really love ending the podcast with a like a full song. I mean, this, is, this isn't thirty two fans. Yeah, just do a bracket where listeners send in thirty second intros. You and Akiva or like Randy Newpol. Randy Jackson. Randy Newpol or Randy Jackson. Randy Jackson. What about what about a music show where the panel is Randy Newpol and Randy Jackson? Facts. There you go. But because that, that's a good bracket for March, I think I, I'm not the biggest bracket guy. If I'm being honest, but I would listen to a bracket for outro. Perfect for timing. For perfect yeah. timing. Because we are yeah. almost at bracket season. No, because uh, yeah, because and you guys have a good bracket podcast. So well, maybe uh, say it on that for March. Maybe I, don't I know. feel um, like I feel like what I've seen from Reddit is like they don't like 
I feel like they're never going to agree on something. So I feel like a, a rotating system is going to be is going to appease the most people. So yeah, like, right, I feel because- like. The wheel. They love the wheel in Redap, I feel like. So that's all right. Um so talking about brackets, so we have a few things that you know next week is not is not a bracket wheel spin, but the week after that will be a wheel spin with uh with the brackets involved, Rob. So so far what we have for the brackets is the sequel to the TV theme song bracket, which people seem to be into that idea. And you said Chappelle was gonna be on that. Chappelle, yeah, Chappelle's gonna come on for that, I believe. Uh we have the, the pet peeve bracket, if it's a bracket, we're not sure yet. Um, we also, I didn't realize this. Someone pointed out, uh, we had a complaint bracket that we talked about last year that didn't make it into the bracket season. Yep. And well, was that refresh the memory on the complaint? Bracket? I have no idea. It just says complaint bracket. It's okay, things okay. that Akiva complained about. Well, that's a little bit. So maybe that is. I, I think piece. it was. Yeah, it was recurring Rob complaints on one side of the bracket and recurring yeah. Akiva ah, okay. complaints on the other side of the bracket. And then, and then that complaint was going to be retired from all future podcasts. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> That was uh, an Akiva the, idea, and it was a good idea. Akiva <laughs> created that. I remember now. That was a good idea. I don't know why you guys didn't do anything with the it. Other, the was other one was... Season. was oh, a bracket season. The other one was uh, the jingle bracket. We wanted to have com- companies like commercial jingles. Yeah, and put I don't them know if there was enough there. Uh, that was my yeah, idea, but I don't know if there was, if there was enough stuff. To me, from the, the jingle, of the three brackets, the jingle bracket's the distant third. I think I like the outros, and then Chappelle, he's amazing on anything, so you mm-hmm. put him on a TV bracket i don't know any tv shows i'll still listen i'll listen to anything mm-hmm. all right do do before we spin the wheel do any of our panelists have pitches for us today i got nothing i got i got nothing See, I, I don't got anything is there anything you want to rapid fire retool i can help i thought you were saying anyone want to rap i was going to be like yeah i'm not gonna rap but i love that rap battle idea i still mm-hmm. to this day i like wonder well like, it's like brandon jennings in the dunk contest like what dunk would he have done what would josh wiggler and Chester it's exactly like brandon jennings in the dunk contest Yeah, because i'm like what would, like br- what would robin uh, <laughs> or what would josh and uh, chester be rapping against each other about because that was oh, exactly that good and that's just too funny like mm-hmm. even if the, the, even if it's a bad podcast yeah we'll just pay up jason do you think well, you could we'll work that into the, the sequel yeah, that's what I was about to say. We'll save it for the next musical. I'll, I'll work no, on it. Oh, is there going to be a second musical? I've been thinking about it. I need. I have a couple of like ideas. I just mm-hmm. the the story needs to come to me. Yeah, the story sure. Has it has to come, to, come to you in a dream, ideally. Yeah, Jason. What would be the follow up to the musical? Would it be a Would it be another? Because I feel like that in that genre. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and stop me if if uh, I'm wrong about this. I feel like that there are not really sequels in mm-hmm. the musical other than you high school like musical. Too? Yeah, uh, yeah, they Mom they Mia. never do well. So there there's a couple of like there's like an Annie sequel, and it's just like never performed. Because why would you do Annie two when you can just perform Annie the first one? Um, so they they never do super well. So it's not um. It's not super common. I feel like plays more often will have like second parts hmm. um, to them more than musicals do. Okay. All right. You want to hear about what's oh, we'll on the see. wheel? I do. Okay. Please. All right. Season three, episode seven. Akiva, has it been a minute since we, oh, I guess Boy Meets World was the last one. Yeah, we did one recently. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the coin flip is out there. The crappy movie diaper, people's choice. Uh, price is right is out there. You are a shark week. Uh, spinoffs are trash. Uh, Robin Akiva have already invented a game show. Uh, that we have, uh, the sequel mechanism match game, which I believe is, uh, quicksand, right? 
Yes, 47 days, according to the quicksand. Why, why do you guys quicksand everything? Because that like, podcast last <laughs> week was so good. Like, it quicksanded exactly was- two things. So no, I don't know about I know. everything. No, I know, but my point is, it's like, I don't know. I don't like the quicksand mechanic personally, because it's like, mm. what if it's good? Like, I know you're quicksanding iffy ideas. Well, it could come back. Eight. It's just gone for six months. Oh, yeah, six Eight. months is a long time. I, I, I would have been disappointed. Zach, this show is in quicksand. We got to keep moving. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, HGTV shows are trash. Uh, should, could, yes. I was wondering about this. Should we be allowed to, should there be like a similarity clause where that's too similar to this week and should be off the wheel for a week? I think people would say we have to use a veto. Oh. Because there's two are trash, right? There's HGTV shows are trash. And there is, um, uh, what's the other R trash that's on the wheel? Uh, spinoffs are trash. Oh, it, it's, yeah, it's spinoff shows are trash. So we have two, you know, we have a real decent chance of having uh, a squeakle next week. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. With well, to be veto. fair, this, this isn't an R trash episode. This is an R trash question mark episode. Question mark. That is okay. true. Yeah, Very different. Uh, Robert, can you get tracked? Uh, best week ever. The podcast power hour. Uh, should the uh, Jason Curtis Rivera's uh, psych podcast be in the podcast uh, Power Hour? With his best friend, Dr. Man Rabinowitz? Mm-hmm. My best yeah, we- in the whole world. Mm-hmm. You guys want to gas them up, sure, but the appeal to Podcast Power I want to hear you guys like crap on bad podcasts. Yeah, okay. uh, we have, we'll have to be too nice. I agree. Oh, I know, because mm-hmm. that's, that's the appeal for me in general. Mm-hmm. I want to hear you guys like, I want to make a man to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, poor you could do that. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't give any of the bad Jason feedback cried. to Amanda. I, I weed it all out so she doesn't have to hear it. Okay, so that's a point in favor of uh, the Gen Zers being able to handle the bad feedback as opposed to uh, uh, Gen Boomers. Xers. Mm-hmm. There you go. Are you calling Amanda a Gen Xer? I mean, though, that uh, what you call her a millennial? I believe, yes. I believe she identifies as millennial. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm the world's oldest millennial. She's older than me, so I'm not sure that tracks, but whatever. Yeah. We're not talking like about the- Gen You're not going to be best friend anymore if we, we get too deep into yeah, her age on that, this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, will re- I will respect that. She's a, a, a millennial doctor, Amanda Rabinowitz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Sex and a Kiwi, the core four. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> High school musical. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and guest choice. Guest, oh, yeah. We're going to have a fight to the death here between our trio. Yeah, that would be How wild that here. I'll, I'll defer to you guys. If you want a choice, feel free. All right, let, let's try to come up well, first. I, I, so want, wait, I want to fight. Let's go. Well, let's fight. Let's fight. Okay. Put a ladder up. match let's... for what's on the wheel. All right. <laughs> so let's go ahead and let's bring up the wheel for episode number 121. Here we go. Let's uh, spin away. Episode 121. What will it be? And, oh, this is a good one. Best week ever. All right. Ooh, okay. Can you explain what that is? Yeah, not- I believe that that was a uh, Chappelle idea where next mm-hmm. weekend we were going to get together and talk about all of the biggest pop culture stories that occur between the dropping of this episode mm-hmm. and episode number 121 next week. And we will talk about it here on the podcast. Can we have like a, a, a an idea, like a title bar, like they have on some on some countdown shows, like on PTI? Sure. What you want to do it live? Can, do you have the tech for that? Yeah. Well, we don't have to. We can do it live, but we could tape it either way. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but it's like, all right, first we're talking about Rihanna, and then like next is like <laughs> if you want to do story. it, if you want to do it like a PTI, I think we probably mm-hmm. we probably can do that. Yeah, that would be fun. I think try something new, put it on video. Okay, what you know, would be the, like the, the top five or six stories from the from the week? Uh, if the listeners have things they want us to make sure please. we hit, please be sure to let us know on Twitter as uh, news develops all week long. So uh, we're looking for the biggest pop culture stories of yeah so it's like news AF, but pop culture and not weird yeah, not news, wacky news. like on news AF, we don't really talk about like celebrity stories True. or anything like that you i know, mean it's, it's news af chappelle and that's podcast gold i mean you could literally shove new uh, chappelle on with like tyson danny and rob i'd listen to that mm-hmm. too so it's like this so is like a good this idea. week we would have talked about britney we would have talked about uh what what was that what else was popping in the news this week I mean, britney was the biggest i i saw chappelle mm-hmm. tweet about britney i know that's what he'd want to talk about for sure mm-hmm. real housewives of st louis the salt lake city whatever yeah what else yeah. was big okay I, <laughs> how big is real housewives of st louis this week is salt lake city, salt lake city. Yeah. it's very big no, it was a whole uh new yorker i read a long new yorker article about the oh, real okay, housewives no, of salt lake city i know they all seem irredeemable Put respect on Mary M. Cosby. Hmm. <laughs> I'll take your guy's word for it. Now I'm kind Is of she a housewife? I guess we'll find out. All right. True. So that's what's coming up. Episode number 121. Fun. All right. Uh, panel. Let's hear about what else is going on. Uh, let's start with the woman that got us started today. It's I, Nicole. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to grace both of your presences. And I'm glad I was able to share the gospel of iCarly. Yes. Okay. Uh, of course, uh, Nicole, she's at Behind the Secret. Anything you have fun uh, coming up this week, Nicole? Not particularly. Hopefully I go to physical therapy, strengthen up that ACL, and I'll be doing backflips before we know it. Okay. Would you do backflips before the ACL, or is this like, you're going to be healed so well, now you can do backflips? No, I was one of those kids that if you put me on a trampoline, I was, I'm surprised I don't have any broken bones in my spine from the types of tricks I was pulling. But yes, backflips will be back there sh- soon. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Let's go to Third Wheel Zach. Third Wheel Zach, that he's going to be uh, back at it with uh, Jacob. Oh, keep his biggest stand over on Ang in there. Uh, Fifth Wheel Navi is uh, scheduled to appear. What what else is going on? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, we've got some big, uh, but I'll, I'll show Ang in there a little bit because one, one thing I want to say about it is um, with me and Jacob, you don't need to watch Avatar to listen to our podcast, to be honest. It's just two guys having a good time. To be honest, I don't know. I kind of sold Ned's a little short, but I'm kind of, in a way, I'm happy. My segment was 20 minutes because this is like a three-hour podcast. This was a good podcast. So just like Renap and Ang in there have the same appeal. So if you want a fun time on Wednesday, come listen to me, Navi, and Jacob. Just have a grand old time on Ang in there because that's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. I'm excited. To get into the blind bandit. So, yeah, that's all for me. You know where to find me on Twitter. The usual, same old. I tweet sometimes, not too much, but okay. there we go. And Jason Curtis Rivera. Uh, what happened so, yeah, to the you... three-name bracket? What happened to that? Yeah, that should be there. And I I, I, I love a three-name Oh, yeah, that's person. another one, too. Yeah, you yeah. know what? Will from America, phone down on the job again, not in the wheel waiting room. That's, that's <laughs> oh, another one, You're throwing Will from America under the bus? <laughs> No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I do think in my heart of hearts that might be a 32 fans idea. Um, I Come think we on. might get five minutes in. I'll, I'll give, I'll give we're, keep. We're going to get five minutes in, and you're going to be like, "This is a 32 fans idea." <laughs> I know you. Mm-hmm. Are you really excited about it? I'm happy to do it. It's a good idea. I think it's one of the better uh, ideas for bracket season. Okay. Do you have someone you're rooting for for the three name bracket? No, I think the, 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 the bring, bring them up. 
What, it, what my issue with that is like, what did JCR just sweep? Who's more is like Will from America eligible? Well, for no, this? I don't I think it'll be people we know. It'll be oh, yeah. I don't think Will from America counts yeah, as a three no, I, uh, yeah. name okay, person. I, I, okay, okay, there we go. Like Rob from LA. Oh, he's three names. He's <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have Dave, Dave Math. You guys like have Dave Andre Math? the Giant. I don't think yeah, it is no, like that eligible. is three names. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, I wouldn't Megan have Dave Matthews Stallion, as a Matthew yeah. but you guys Yeah, because I don't know her last name. I don't know her legal name. <laughs> True. How dare you? Yeah. Well, we can talk about it next week on uh, on Best Week Ever if she's in the news. Mm-hmm. What is Megan Stallion? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else with yeah. stuff to plug? Uh, yeah, I, I, you, I was interrupted in my in my plug. Oh, sorry. Plug you, uh, un- you unplugged yeah, them. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing a Twitch uh, Twitch TV slash Jason Curtis R every day at eight PM um, every then, yeah. day every wow. single day eight PM you're that cursed uh, even every weekends? day this guy you're, twitches wait, wait, you're making me late for, well yeah I was gonna say isn't it eight PM right now uh, yeah you're making me late and I you know uh, Amanda Rabinowitz's son watches me every day and and he misses me right now um, so yeah at Jason Curtis R Twitter Instagram uh, TikTok my TikTok is gold. Uh, and then myself and you, the great are, yeah, you are a very prolific TikToker as well. Thank wow. you. Thank you. I learned, I learned it all from Nicole. Um, and then, yeah, IKYDK.com uh, is the great Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz and I. Yeah, I think you got to slow down on the uh, plug of the website. It's not exactly iCarly.com. It's, it's IKYDK.com for I Know You Don't Know. We just finished season one. Uh, we got a, an AI uh, built by, for us by Dan Schiffman. Wow. We we went crazy. Um, lots of fun. What happening does it do? Over. It uh, you can put a picture in, and it detects whether or not there's a pineapple in the picture. Hmm. Ooh, that's the fun. pine AI pull. Um, <laughs> so that's that's the nonsense we're getting over getting uh, into over on IK. Are YDK. pineapples a big po- uh, plot point on Psych? There's a pineapple in every episode. Oh. Okay, who knew? Yeah, it's like a hidden pineapple. It's, it's like, like bear or a new girl, but I'm not interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> bear <laughs> or beer? Bear. bear. <laughs> Some people so, yeah, pronounce that's, that's them the same. Too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, and of course, uh, Uncle Kiwi, uh, mm. you, what, what do you have going on? Um, so football season's over. So on 32 Fans, we did... Uh, on the patron feed, we did a presidential basketball yes, draft. Yes, uh, I, pres- I listened to that. That was good presidential historian on and we all three of us drafted the 45 presidents uh onto basketball teams but we drafted them as they came into office so not like obama mm-hmm. as a college yeah. player in hawaii or whatever it was him uh mm-hmm. you know it was him at 45 or whatever hey, can, can you spoil who went number one because i ain't a 32 fans patron i'm kind of curious no, i don't remember so, like, give us a high I yeah, I don't I, remember. I, that uh okay, it was uh, i mean it was it was, it was who you think should go number page. one yeah yeah, I think it was Obama. Makes sense. Yeah. It went by. It went by their ages. So like, you'd have to draft Biden at seventy-eight. You know. Yeah, no, and Trump would be super low on the list. Of course, let's just say like, well, he didn't yeah, go. fast. Yeah, um, no, I thought there was I get, I get a, a little too much. Like, you don't have to say. Like, uh, we know you're not endorsing them politically. For uh, no, I, I, I did say that a lot. They, they did like, say that like, every single pick is like, to... I am not a fan of this president. Make that clear. We're like, all right, you're not going to be canceled for your John Quincy Adams take, sir. I think that's the president's name. Anyway. Anyway, um, yeah, and then on NGOG, we finished the season, season one finale this week. Uh, we do take a break between every season where we watch a movie, Rob, from every uh, one movie from every, um, you know, main person in the cast. So we're watching a movie this week. 
starring, I think Jake Johnson, it's his movie, but, uh, and then we'll be back for season one, season two, episode one next week. Okay. All right. Uh, sounds like a plan. Okay. Check that out. Uh, follow Akiva on Twitter. He is at Keeve26 and, and follow me on Clubhouse. That's the only thing I'm going to plug. <laughs> That's I'm going to be on there, and I'm talking. I'm talking to randos on. on should Clubhouse. we do a? Should we make next week the clubhouse mailbag? I don't know if I'm going to be able to have the setup. Okay, I, I will fine. be. You let work, us know. I, I I will be working on uh, the tech side of it because I have to. Like I feel like I may need to like get a iPad just for being able to do that because I'm worried that I, if I get a phone call, is that going to end the podcast? Aha! Uh-huh. I got to play around with it. But Interesting. I'm very excited. I, I have that. Uh, I've got a, a dongle on tell. the way from you, Amazon. I've never heard you this excited. I'm like I'm like yeah, third wheel Zach coming onto the, the podcast. Of- yes. No, no. But I love the idea of like the the thing about Clubhouse is that it, it's like that people say it's like listening to a podcast, but you mm-hmm. you're able to like you know jump in and say something. Okay, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm up for it. I'm excited to be. I don't know if you know this about me. I'm a guy who makes a lot of podcasts. I feel like this is an exciting technology. That's the one thing I know about you. Yeah. Okay. All right. There we go. Uh, By the way, we just kicked off year 11 of Rob Has a Podcast. Well, I think technically you kicked off year 12. Because this is the 11 11 year anniversary. So so this is what I wanted to ask you. Next year, will you help us throw a Rob Has a Podcast pod mitzvah? Well, your thirteenth year doesn't mean it's your bar mitzvah, so it really wouldn't so be. So which is two years I just said today. it was eleven and you said no, it's twelve. So which it's is the it? Twelfth year, but you but you're eleven years old. So how about this? Why is your podcast have a male podcast? Maybe this is a female podcast and we'll celebrate its bot mitzvah next year. A pot mitzvah? A pot mitzvah. So it's twelve instead of thirteen. What um, do you think about that? I don't know. You figure it out. Uh, but okay. I feel like that. <laughs> I'll get all the Jews yeah. on the case. Yeah, we'll see. Let me know. Let, uh, I, I turn it over to that our our, our Jewish committee of uh, Robin's podcast. Whoa. Okay, fine. Okay. All right. You let us know. All right. Jewish committee. And, and Jason Curtis Rivera, what are we going to end? <laughs> what are we going to end with? We should end with the same thing we ended with last week, right? We don't want to make any, any right. rash decisions. So we all should right. do the, shanty. The, the shanty. All right. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye. Bye. There once was a pair of guys and they podcast Seinfeld every day. They needed a new pod to do and Sora Nap was born. Rob and Akiva need a podcast you just can't believe. We come back every week to see what the wheel will do. The wheel will spin and you never know what next week we'll have in tow. But Rob and Akiva have to go and do what the wheel says. Rob and Akiva need a podcast you just can't believe. We come back every week to see what the wheel will do. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.